Welcome to this episode of the Going Off Topic Podcast, brought to you sports commentators who make all the wrong predictions. That's right. We're about as authentic as laughter from Bill Belichick. <laughs> I'm Brandon. And I'm Chris. And, and we are going off to... I, I can say it. I say are you it sure? sometimes. Okay. Okay. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll let you do it then. And I'll, we... Are we doing this? Seriously? Together. On three. One, two... And we are going off topic. Hey everybody, welcome back. <laughs> yes, that was a very unique intro that we did there. It's been a while since we've had a podcast. Yes, uh, very, very busy uh, month that we've had, just yeah, both June. of us. So it's, yeah. sorry for the late delay and stuff, but we're back. We got uh, actually another episode after this uh, date recording as well. So, so it's all the arts and crafts we've been doing. Yeah, we've been setting things up for you guys. So, you know, we don't want to, you know, I've been building a lot, of, a lot of terrariums <laughs> because I find them pretty relaxing to put on the desk. Yeah, just makes things a lot easier. <laughs> um, but today we have Chris's friend, Mike Duplessis with us today. How you doing, man? Good. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. Yeah, yeah. this D- Duplessis is, is also a very special guest because... He is probably. I think you honestly are my oldest friend. Uh, not not in terms of age. Like you're not uh, in your 60s or anything like that. Um, as far as I know. I mean, if you do, if you are in your 60s, then you know, good on you, man. I'll yeah, let you know. Um, Great. <laughs> but uh, but Duplessis and I uh, go back to when I was uh, living in the Lone Star State, Ooh. Texas, and uh, you know. Uh, you know, kept in kept in pretty good touch uh, with my, yeah. with my buddy, and uh, yeah. so so Duplessis is our first Texan on the the podcast of many. Because I'm not really a true Texan. I was I'm kind of like a imposter transplant. Uh, but you, <laughs> <laughs> well, when you say it like that, that sounds dirty. <laughs> I'm a Texan, a Texaganian. Oh, that's really bad. Yeah. You gonna be all right with that? Yeah. Well, I I don't really have much choice, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, basically, it's uh, one of the biggest things that I have to tell people up here, uh, Michael, is they just they don't understand that you know how big horses are a part of our lives down there, and how we don't you get know, it. We'd have to we have to giddy up to work, to the grocery store, <laughs> to school. I mean, it's, they it's just such a They don't a realize how big and bright the stars are at night. I get it. It's cool. Deep in the heart of Texas. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I did that at work the other day. And, uh, no nobody one else joined knew, in. Well, yeah. I, I think Drake, our previous guest, Drake, he knew what was going on. Uh, but otherwise, everyone was kind of, what the heck was that? What yeah. did you just do? Yeah, what was that? I'm still kind of confused. Oh, you wouldn't understand. It's a Texan thing. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Must be must be nice uh, being multi-state uh, living and stuff. So oh that- well, you know it's it's good to to broaden the mind, I suppose. <laughs> it has its perks. <laughs> and but but spe- speaking of that, uh, Duplessis is actually uh, coming to us live from Arizona right now. Oh, right. So Duplessis is actually a multi-state uh, uh, guy as well. Wow, yeah, I'm not I'm not proud of it, but oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
You know, up here as of recording day right now, we've been having a terrible heat wave. But mm-hmm. at the same time, yeah. you live in Arizona, so yeah. it's a little it's been different. It's 115, than us. so <laughs> oh. that's that's just that's a nice. You could, you could fry an egg light on, the, on the ground. Oh, okay. so so a light sweater day for most Arizonans. Yeah, light sweaters. Yeah, most of them. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Arizonans or Arizonians? Uh, or Arizonans? I'm still learning that. I don't know. Oh, you haven't assimilated yet? Nope. I hide in a corner and pretend I don't see anybody. Oh, I figured that's ah. most of Tucson. <laughs> I thought that was a, just a millennial thing. <laughs> nope, it's not. <laughs> Millennials and Arizonans. <laughs> maybe maybe there's a lot more common than I thought there was. Maybe I might check it out. Oh, or not, because the heat is unbearable, apparently. But. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the thing, Duplessis, as we say, it's hot up here, but it's it's kind of, it's just like a different heat. And I know I'm going to sound like just like typical old white guy on his lawn talking with his neighbor but it's the humidity that really gets you and that's uh <laughs> but we're surrounded by lakes that's the thing like you it, know we get moisture everywhere that gets you though yeah so like a dry heat back in texas what we were used to that's you know I, oh, honestly it feels even, like nothing in comparison yeah even that's humid compared to here here oh, is boy. even drier than that so yeah it's like a yeah. dry sauna Ooh. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I was saying this at work the other day. I would absolutely prefer a dry sauna over one of those nasty wet saunas. Wait. One, you can't see anything. So you go in there and you start, you know, thinking you're alone. And then you hear a cough in the corner. Like, I'm not alone. <laughs> dry sauna, you don't have to worry about that. You know, you, you can see everything. Which I guess may not be a great thing depending on where you are too. But anyway. That's true. <laughs> plus it's all just, it's, it's like it's real sticky. It's like you're breathing soup. Ugh. You know, in a, in a in a steam sauna, I can feel that it right gross. now. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So that's where I stand on the wet versus dry sauna debate. Yeah, I'll in case take. Anybody uh, needed to know where I stood on that or sat on that. I'd the dry sauna is the sat. one that has the coals in it, right? Like you, put <laughs> yeah, the, coals in, the put one the steam. that you can't breathe in because it's so dry. Ah, yeah. That's the yeah. One. Oh, okay. So I guess breathing is difficult no matter what. Uh, yeah, no matter true. which which one you're in. Um, well, I'm gonna go ahead and get started with our weird news and strange times. And uh, wow, that was so casual. That was so laissez-faire. There. It's been a long time, and maybe maybe it's I should. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Are you wanting me to do something? Is that is that the thing? Well, I mean, I'm kind of running out of material here. I know, I know, I know and, we, and we've talked about that. We've talked about it, but it just feels like it's it's been a while since we did this podcast, and it, it <laughs> seems like we need to. Do you know at least hmm. get the engine revving again? It's like starting up an old Chevy. Okay, maybe uh, maybe we can do like it. Since like it's a sports episode, technically, maybe we can do like a Vince Scully kind of impression or something. I don't know who that is, but please. He's do. a sports announcer from like the '90s, I believe, um, like baseball and stuff like that. This so. is going to go really well for my sports knowledge then for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, pardon me for the people who know who Vince Scully is, and uh, I'm just going to do a terrible impression. So. <clears throat> I got something that, once again, Taco Bell makes it again in the Weird News and Strange Times. Like This is oh, like boy. at least the third or fourth time we've done this. You have to like give awards for frequent flyers. <laughs> <laughs> so this comes from CNET. And uh, w- w- funny enough... You can't CNET. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I opened this page, what's so funny is like I was littered with ads from this company. So T-Mobile ads were everywhere in this. So... T-Mobile and Taco Bell's new T-Mobile stores serve smartphones with a side of tacos. 
Yep. What? Let that what? sink in. <laughs> so Timo Bell might be the new reason to move to a big city like Los Angeles, New York, or Chicago in late July. Uh, T-Mobile and Taco Bell are teaming up again to bring T-Mobile stores to these cities. Um, the stores will offer an exclusive limited edition co-branded merchandise like the T-Mobile Freeze and the Taco-themed socks. Uh, what? Taco-themed socks? Taco socks. Okay. Well, I guess that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, you might even get to meet a celebrity if you stop by the grand opening. The best part? Free tacos. When they say celebrity, are we talking like, you know, George Clooney or are we talking... Kathy like, Lee Griffith? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> are we talking about Screech from Saved by the Bell? Where's the, the where's the line of celebrity? They didn't say, but I'm probably going to guess it's going to be like around the C and T deer of uh, popularity. Mm. So um, don't, don't, don't hold back, but there might be a B. You never know. You know, there might be a Taco Bell celebrity fan out there just... Just let it rip. <laughs> Not literally. <laughs> um, well, you Taco Bell. Yeah. You know. Um, even if you're not in the area with a T-Mobile store around, you could win a year of free tacos. Um, it's the dream, honestly, uh, via $500 Taco Bell gift card. Other prizes include Power Beats, Pro Wireless earphones, and other crap that I'm not going to name. Um, if you want a shot at winning, follow T-Mobile on Twitter to stay on top of giveaways. So it's pronou- it's spelled t hyphen. M O and then B E L L. So T Mobile. Very on brand. Yeah, I feel like you would Brands. make something like this. Oh, what is that supposed to mean? Because it's a pun. So, well, yeah. I, I agree with that. Thank I, you. I second that. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. I'm not the only one thinking this. <laughs> the Sounds like a thing, Chris thing to do. <laughs> the, funny, the funniest thing for like Duplessy here is that uh, back when we were, you know, when I was living in Texas, I, I wasn't nearly as much of a pun and dad joke guy as I was. As I am now. What was he, the gateway drug? No, we just did. <laughs> Mike, Michael and I, we just did a lot of Dave Chappelle jokes. Like, that was pretty much the go-to, hmm. was, was Chappelle quotes from the Chappelle yep. show. Gotcha, yeah. We still do that to this day. We do. Like, yeah. well, I'm waiting. Oh, no, it's pl- it's played <laughs> out. We left that back in 2003 in terms of uh, relevance. <laughs> I mean, we, we were open to Chappelle coming back, but, you know, it seems like he's just kind of... The it's Netflix buttering out, and, yeah. yeah. The Netflix train Just of the Netflix uh, it's stuff. the Netflix train. That's what it is. Yep. <laughs> Choo choo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just kind of finish this off here. Uh, the CEO of T Mobile, John Legger, Legger uh, said the free Taco Tuesday in February boosted sales for both companies and motivated the two to work together again. So basically, free Taco Tuesdays united this company love and brought to us T Mobile stores. And uh, people love tacos, and they love their phones. T-Mobile is the ultimate fusion of these two loves, and we can't get enough to show everyone what we cooked up. Yeah, this is uh, just rife with it. Sean? Ha! (laughs) Um, We are T-Mobile. So it's something to chew on while you wait and wait and wait (laughs) um, for T-Mobile's merger with Sprint to close. So we'll see when that happens. It's not. It's just a joke. Um, But yeah, so... When I when I saw this article on CNET, literally, I kid you not, the whole page was just covered in T-Mobile ads. Like, I'm just like, wow, this is like too rich. And like, I sounds can't... like you need a better ad blocker. I, well, I did have ad blocker on, but like, oh boy, it was for some reason <laughs> <It's> immune. <laughs> it was. Um, need a new vaccination for that. <laughs> I'm so else. confused on how the the phone ties into this story. Yeah, so I'm guessing it's like. Um, just a business opportunity i'm guessing like i i I literally think it's just because of the name 
Like so, they're not selling phones at Taco Bell. No, there's like no Taco Bell themed phones. It's just like Taco Bell socks and like tacos. So Sounds I guess like it's Taco just beca- Bell letting me down again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Well, I mean, do they have pictures of the socks at all? Do we at least know what we're, work, what we're working with there? Well, I mean, there's always the Twitter page you can follow, so you nah, know, you get the latest okay. updates. No, it sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> click. No, no, just, no, too much. All right. Well, and just the uh, just so the listeners know, um, it is downpouring rain right now. So if you hear something in the background, uh, yeah, it's the rain. So just gonna let that let that be aware, so it's not as awkward. So it's not my fault. <laughs> All right. So right now I have another article. And as you can see, I'm stalling just so I can get in my proper place here. Okay. Uh, yes. Ah, I see. So uh, this story comes to us from Florida. Ever been to Florida, Duplessis? I have. Yeah, it uh, was just as disappointing as Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, did you go to Jacksonville? <laughs> no, I didn't go to Jacksonville. Oh, had to have been Orlando then. It was Orlando. Ah, <laughs> hey, what, uh, that. what's wrong with Orlando? The Orlando's curious too. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, Florida man, which you know is already off to a great start. Whenever anything starts with Florida man, Florida man <laughs> allegedly tries to carjack elderly man. Realizes he can't drive stick shift vehicle, according wow. to the deputies. Wow. So did he just sit in the car and wait for the sheriff to show up? Or? <laughs> well, I've gone too far at this point. I might as well just stay here. Well, that'd be the responsible thing to do. It's not like, I mean, you know. Well, of course. Certainly yeah. not getting anywhere with the stick shit. He's probably trying to figure it out, reading the manual. Well, I mean, did it at least let the elderly guy sit in the passenger seat while he's waiting? Well, you know, that would seem to that be the chivalrous thing to do. Elevator music playing in the background? It'd, it'd yeah. be the right thing to do, you know. Uh, a central Florida man found himself behind bars after police say he tried to steal a car from an elderly man only to realize he didn't know how to drive the stick shift vehicle. Honestly, it's I think it's just because most of our American culture today don't really have access to the stick shift as much. So That's true. It's you know, kind of it's rare. It's more European. Than other. <laughs> yeah. uh, news outlets say 25. Oh, well, there's your answer. 25 year old. That that kind ah, of explains it. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's the youngins, I'm telling you. They're ruining everything. News outlets say 25-year-old uh, Jalen Alexander attempted to carjack the victim on Tuesday in Orlando before he realized that he couldn't drive the manual transmission car and stealing another vehicle and fleeing the scene. Okay, so he got wow. out of the... Oh, I see. Alexander was spotted a short distance later and placed under arrest. Oh my gosh, a short distance later? So he wasn't using him like a fast criminal. Just like, <laughs> what is this? It's like playing Grand Theft Auto and going the He's speed limit. Still limited. obeying the speed limits, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I know I just stole a car. Trying to blend come in. Come on. <laughs> Stay cool. Keep it calm. Yep. Chew some of the bubble gum here. All right, cool. I'm relaxed. All right. And right through a stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Orange County Sheriff officials say he will be charged with carjacking battery battery on a person Ooh. over the age of 65. And grant, wow, that's interesting that they have like a, a separate charge for someone over. There's like an age thing there, like battery on a person over the age of 65. And let grant you know that. that you're that much worse of a person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I suppose that's part of the point too. Is just uh, really highlighting to the court. Yeah, this was a 65 year old man, so you know, just in case uh, <laughs> you, you, you weren't you had any kind of sympathy, there's there's that to throw in there. Yeah, and I think the big thing to think about is like, if it wasn't for stick shift, this man would have driven off, and the cops would have never gotten him. So I guess it's 
good that he didn't know how to use it. Good to see the law really stuck it to him. <laughs> <laughs> stick, stick it? No. 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 I see well, what you're I'm rusty. I'm, I'm pretty rusty. It's, it's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> um, I got to thank the office for that one. Anytime anybody says it's been a while, it's that's the next thing everybody says. And it's just, it's it's it was fun in the beginning. And now it just really, I get a little bit of like, if you've seen Stranger Things, I get the like Ellie nosebleeds yeah. anytime, anytime <laughs> it happens now. So it's getting to a dangerous point. You know, speaking of The Office, I actually just got into the show for the first time. Oh, oh, the Michael Scott Office. Oh, oh I was talking about my actual oh, office in real life. Oh, that that uh, office that we will still not name. So, although I'm I'm, I'm sure that The Office probably did an episode on. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I got an article here from Newsweek and check this out. Florida principal. Oh my gosh. Another Florida. I know. Go figure. Gosh. (laughs) Florida just supplies all the news for everybody. Pretty much. (laughs) Uh, Florida principal gives hundreds of students fake AP tests. Mm. (laughs) And, uh, as we know, if you do an AP test, it's supposed to transfer to college credit. And because it's fake, it never did. Oof. Um, hundreds of students in Florida unwitt- unwittingly took a fraudulent AP test this month. The test was given to Mainland High School in Daytona Beach, Florida, but instead of the current test, most students were given last year's exam. Wow. Okay. Um, the principal, um, Cheryl Salerno, who administrated the exam, confirmed she handed out only 78 really real exams out of 414. Mm. Oof. That's uh, why. That's a- <laughs> what, what are you trying to accomplish well she, uh, it's practice exam like <laughs> um initially salerno claimed most of the students simply weren't ready for the exam even after taking the school's semester-long ap capstone seminar she also claimed that she wanted to she wanted accurate data from the students according okay, to accurate data the news journal um but uh, apparently the real issue was that they were out of money and uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of, I guess, the, the root cause of everything these days. Uh, it was out of money. <laughs> um, the Volusia um, County School District was required to pay for each student's exam, but according to a Department of Education investigation, Salerno didn't have enough funding available. Instead of telling students and parents, she and the former administrator, Teresa Merricks, decided to administer all exams alongside the real ones and tell teachers to remain quiet about the problem. Okay, now I'm actually getting kind of angry here. <laughs> because <laughs> we're kind of dealing with like Mass kids cover future. Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for um, our nation's youth that is heading off into the world to hopefully be productive members of society. Yeah. And, and not carjacking elderly men elderly. in Florida. <laughs> hey, full circle. Not, <laughs> oh, the, the good thing is that the AP test at least had a little section on how to drive stick shift. So there's that. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, Carl Persis, the chairman of the of the county school board, said the whole incident could have been invo- avoided if Salerno just asked for help. <laughs> and uh, he said, um, if this was her first time doing it, and it was, she should have asked for some guidance. <laughs> but for students who waited for information for weeks after the deception came to the light, the damage had already been done. And um, she came down in tears saying, the rumor is true. I took a fake test. I have no score, parent Jen rightly told the st- site about her daughter she worked her tail off to get an a because she was told all year from her teacher if you do well you'll get college credit so mm. apparently that's I not even guaranteed <laughs> even now 
<laughs> um, Salerno and Merrick's were given letters of reprimand for their conduct, and they apologized since then, and hopefully it will never happen again. But, uh, yeah, that sounds really shady, like, that happening. Like, that kind of, like... I don't know. I don't know how to feel about I get that. the money situation, but I still don't understand why you'd give out fake AP tests, really. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, what was the end game on that? It wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois mom arrested after driving her two kids around an inflatable pool on the roof of her car. <laughs> yeah, I had actually heard about this earlier. I have the, not. I heard about this earlier in the week. Um, a mother in Illinois faces charges after police say she was driving her two kids around in an empty inflatable pool that was on the roof of her car. Wait, were the kids in the pool? Well, I mean, they, you know... She was acting as the lifeguard on duty. (laughs) She was holding it down while she was driving. So the lifeguard isn't looking at the pool, but is driving the pool. You know, being a lifeguard, you got to multitask. That's that's such an important thing they they say in training is, yes, watch the people in the pool. But, you know, whatever. You know, if if you want to look at the cars passing on the side of the road or... You know, look at the sky banners and airplanes or, yeah. you know, if you want to read a little bit while you're on stand, that's totally fine. That that kind of reminds that me. That is not fine. I, I feel like I do need to actually put a disclaimer on that. <laughs> Huge <laughs> disclaimer. Please that do not do that. heavy sarcasm. Do not do that yeah. if you are a lifeguard in training or planning to be a lifeguard. Hint, hint, wink, wink. <laughs> Eyes on the pool. Um, but I was going to say, like, this actually reminds me of a, I mean, go figure, Brand talking about The Simpsons here, but... Um, there's a joke in the show like there was this pool truck and like anytime it stops the water would like wave (laughs) would spill over onto the road (laughs) that's like what i'm thinking right now (laughs) you know i'm not gonna lie i wasn't that upset i was more impressed by the idea of putting a pool on top of a car and putting your kids in it until i heard that it didn't have any water in it that's when I got him. <laughs> There's no water. It's the fact that it wasn't really a pool. It was just a yeah. You said you said it was a bounce right? castle. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jennifer Janice Yeager, 49, was charged of two counts of endangering the health of her child and two counts of reckless conduct. She was also cited for failure to secure a passenger under the age of eight and under the age of 16. Hmm. A concerned citizen called Dixon Police Department after seeing the children sitting inside the pool on the roof of the car while Jaeger was driving. Others pulled Jaeger over and and learned she drove into town to inflate the pool at a friend's house. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll go. <laughs> Officers pulled Jaeger over and learned she dro- learned she drove into town to inflate the pool at a friend's house. So is this just some dinky, not even inflated pool, just kind of flapping in the wind? Kind of. Uh, her two daughters go, were go fast enough it'll get airborne. <laughs> <laughs> her two daughters were riding inside the empty pool to hold it down as the mother drove home. Police said Jaeger was immediately arrested. She bonded out after being processed by police officers. Hey, uh, Chris, do you think that Jaeger really bombed that one? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had thought of that too when I saw it, and I was like, no. I can't go there. I mean, that's, that's, it's just, you know, not appropriate. Well, that's where I come in. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, that's, uh. Did she not think about maybe putting a rock on top of it or something like that instead of her her children or straps? Yeah. You know, you said this was Illinois. Illinois. Yes. 
I could see it happening in maybe Mississippi, maybe Alabama. <laughs> But, oh, but Illinois is a <laughs> <laughs> like you know what even like floss like floss string would have been better yes. than just like flapping because like, at least you attempted something like isn't it's not gonna work you know it's like if you use like pa- like paper for a door like at least it just stops them for a second you know <laughs> I mean I, I feel like I need to see a picture of this because if it's it wasn't inflated so they were like sitting on it yeah so they're sitting on this deflated inflatable pool that doesn't have water like why couldn't you just bunch it up and throw it in the car what car was that what kind of car was this it i, I believe it was Smart a van car, was it going to get in the way of the stick shift <laughs> oh <laughs> hey ah, we tie it all uh. together <laughs> well it wasn't the same oh no that was florida never mind i don't know why i thought it was chicago but um but yeah chicago <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so just, you know, if you're really, really excited for your kids to use an inflatable pool, put it on ground level. Just, you know, don't, don't go, uh, don't, don't ascend too far up to the roof of the car. So that was a terrible joke and I'm rusty because it's been a while. It's been a while. (laughs) I'm also just picturing these kids sitting on top of the roof and it's like they have inflatable water wings on and it's like, well, yeah, I put wings on them. They're safe. (laughs) Oh, no. No, even better. It's one of those slip and slide ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's just flapping off the side of the, of the car. Yeah. <laughs> stripped, and it's just dragging like a wedding dress down the street. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds about right. I mean, what were these kids hanging on to? Like, that's... that's Each other, Chris. Well... Each other gosh, for the day yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Every, I mean, every 10, every 10, 10 miles, they'd fly off the side of the car and they'd have to stop and put them back. And on it's the like, top. oh, I figured it was going to be like, you know, Indiana Jones last crusade where he's hanging off the side of the you know tank and he's like, they got the action music playing yeah. and he's trying to get back up. I figured it was something like that, you know, <laughs> while she's going at like high speeds. But that's the other thing is how do you come back from this as a parent, like children relationship? How do you go? How do you? Hey guys, remember that time I put you on the top of the car to hold the inflatable pull down? <laughs> my bad. That was a bad call on my part. I recognize that. Now, you guys could have done better by just, you know, not doing that. But or just <laughs> say no. Where we can improve. Or 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 blame it on the concerned citizen watching this whole escapade happen. So there's that. <laughs> hey, maybe just mind your own damn business. How about that? <laughs> These days, I'm sure they just had their their phone out recording it. <laughs> you know, you know what? I just thought of this. What if there was water in it, but it was just rainwater? Like, just a couple like puddles. There's rainwater, a couple couple leaves, and there a couple ants from the last time they had the pool set up. Yeah, and like mosquito larvae that's in there because you know that's where most <laughs> mosquitoes happen to lay their eggs and stuff. Because yeah, if you leave your wa- if you leave stuff out that has like water and stuff in your front yard. You're going to get mosquitoes. So just a little heads up. Uh, sorry, pest control background there. I had to announce that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so why don't we go ahead and get into our holiday of the day. And on recording date, it is July 20th. Uh, do you guys know did, what did, today is? Did, did we do – were we planning on having like a little jingle? Because this seems to be a recurring segment, so do, yeah. do we have the jingle ready for, for well, the we, holiday hoo-ha Well, stuff? I mean, I had the party horn going off. I don't know if you heard that or not, but... Oh, you know. no, it must be uh, must be uh, just all the Metallica I listened to over the years. Ah. Starting to catch up with me. Yeah, that <laughs> system of a down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty loud, Chris, so you might want to get that checked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so... 
Today is the anniversary of something very extraordinary happening. Um, it is the anniversary of the Nacho moon Libre. Oh, go no, no, go go on, go on. You have something, obviously. No, sorry, what is it? I have nothing. Are Please you continue. sure? You you said Nacho Libre, so that makes me think. I thought I thought this was the the original release date of Nacho Libre in theaters, but I probably uh, was mistaken. That was in May, Chris. We already passed that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was in May or not, but. <laughs> Um, but yeah, today is the 50th anniversary of the moon landing that uh, our wow. that our uh, astronauts did far out 69. So yeah, pretty pretty cool. You can celebrate by I don't know um, watching the sky if you can see the moon. I guess just go take a look at it. Yeah, or you know plant a flag on the ground. I guess just like Neil did back in the day. <laughs> or just. Pathetic rockets that go up like 50 feet and then stop. <laughs> yeah. Go into your neighbor's yard. <laughs> and it like lights and it like, you know, fire goes everywhere like with their trash because it caught on fire with it. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess the other way to celebrate uh, moon landing day is uh, to go to a studio out in L.A. and uh, find, you know. Chris, Chris. Oh, that, that Chris. one. That Careful. one. Careful. Careful. <laughs> You can see the actual camera used. Oh, wow. Look at it. This is where they shot the real moon landing. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was going to mention that because like I'd be like, or it is the 50th anniversary of some people's speculations. Yes. <laughs> Which I'm just going to say this outright right now. Going off topic does not subscribe to just, uh, these theories. Yes, it, it did happen. It It's there still. So just uh, go up there yourself if you want to prove us wrong. <laughs> go ahead, Elon Musk. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Balls in your court. Your <laughs> bold move. <laughs> oh, um, so yeah, just it, it's a it's a new. I don't know what to say. It's a new holiday, but I think it's more cemented as a holiday now since it's like mm. fifty years now. Yeah, is that the threshold? You'd have to have like fifty years to before something is up for nomination to be a, a holiday. You well, think? Well, I mean, we have like talking like a pirate day, Chris, in September, and mm. that's not fifty years old. At least, who started that? Johnny Depp. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> um, and for the record, it was Kira Knightley. Thank you. Ah, yeah, there we yeah. go. Yep, that, that's it. That's it. Gosh, what has she um, been doing lately? Uh, she was in that Nutcracker, Nutcracker movie that came out oh, last so year. Oh, so she's doing pretty well. <laughs> Just like that Cats movie. <laughs> oh, gosh. Are we going to talk about the Cats trailer? <laughs> we, we can briefly. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's I, like they took everything from the Sonic trailer, and they're like, yeah, yeah, give me that. Did you see it, Mike? No, I didn't. Okay, so... I'll just kind of like give a synopsis. So like basically um, I, I have no problems with them like doing a cats movie at all. Like I never really, you know, liked it or hate it. I'm just like, eh, it's a, it's a play. Um, however, the technology that they use f to make them into cats. So basically like, uh, how would you describe it, Chris? Like it's, they put the face of the actor like on this CG, like bipedal cat and it's just—it's really, as terrifying as it sounds. Really weird. For and some reason, the first thing that popped in my head was like a jib jab thing that like <laughs> create. You know? Yeah, it, it is kind of like a jib jab actually, and okay. but like better tech though, obviously. Um, but we'll see how this does. I mean, you know, you yeah. never know. It could be the most amazing thing ever. Yeah, highly success. doubt it. 
but you know it could be amazing you know you never know but we'll have to get Libby's heck. input on this yeah. you know she's big on musicals cats see if what, what her take is on uh, you know a movie it also goes to show that man we just do not have uh, like a new idea at all for any kind of movies <laughs> we're just like well is cats got a movie well there you go guys get a cats movie <laughs> oh man guys there's a whole wow there's so much stuff we can do here yeah it's like um they, they're like oh we got some great costumers that can like you know design all these outfits for all the actors like no we're doing cg uh, what? oh okay oh so sure. you're not gonna want me to work on anything no well i hear they're using ah. uh the the face app just kind of a twist on the face <laughs> app it's just to make people look like ridiculous cats and then uh send it to russia people yeah exactly and it's just like, <laughs> just collecting all of the face data it's looking like the house of many faces from game of thrones yay call out um or you have like those like com- like androids that have like a screen face but like has your face on it if you used face app. it's like yep. the older version of that face this is all part of creating clones to replace <laughs> us all and it's gonna it's, it's kind of like that episode of doctor who the moisturize me you know we just kind of have this stretched skin with people's faces are and they're just being created in a lab and then soon we're just gonna you know have to fight our clones yeah that's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough day chris uh what is it what do you, like? do you think you could take your clone you think you would beat him I think we'd kind of be at a uh, a draw. Uh, there's got to be someone who comes up on top. You think it's going to be you? I am pretty quick. <laughs> He's pretty quick, too. Uh, I don't know. Mike, what do you think? Do you think you could take on your own clone? <laughs> it depends on when I had the clone. Clone now? Ooh. Yeah, I'm slow as hell. But back today? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Ooh. Oh, so... <laughs> Yeah, a little thunder on uh, on our end here. Yeah, that was pretty dramatic, Mike. Did you do that? Man, that I was, did. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow. Still no, going. Wow. <laughs> no, that um, wasn't me. That must have been my clone. Sorry. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. The Ancestry.com is getting all their DNA, and they're making a clone army. We just don't know about it yet. <laughs> I, I don't know about that, man. I'd, I'd be afraid to meet my clone because I, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I'd have higher expectations for myself. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you'd meet yourself and be like, "Wow, that was this that was is pretty, shocking, pretty pitiful." Yeah, I think I just, I think I would just be like staring at myself, like continuously, and just be like, "Are you real?" Do you think a clone would have the same reaction, or are they like in on the fact that they're a clone? I think they're in on the fact that they're a clone, just by the way that they're produced. I'm guessing. So like, then they have that they, extra, or do chip they think that they are you and you're the clone? Oh, see, yeah, that's a big oh, conundrum right there. You know what? There was a movie that did ask the answer this question. Uh, Logan, um, all the kids are technically clone children. Whoa, spoilers! Yeah, and <laughs> for a three-year-old, <laughs> two-year-old movie, um, but like it's uh, they they knew because they were being raised in a hospital. So I'm guessing the clones that we have, they are raised in that hospital as well or like that government facility and then they come out and attack us so mm. there's that everyone's talking about the area 51 stuff no 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 no. free the clones the clones <laughs> it's the clones and that's in area 49 so. oh man there's no aliens here it's just a bunch more people it's, it's all like, a distraction dope. it's smoke and mirrors <laughs> yes yeah it's like finding a folder on your computer that has a bunch of duplicates oh great <laughs> oh, there's nothing useful in here at all hyphen copy mm, just more one. Ma- just more mouths to feed <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is disappointing. Uh, I love going off topic when we do this kind of stuff. Just totally off tangent from the holiday, but you know what? That's hey, what oh, we so were talking about holidays. That, by the way, uh, yes. you guys are both wrong. Nacho Libre came out in June <laughs> on June sixteenth, two thousand six. 
Well, wow. we're, we're more of an approximation podcast, you know. <laughs> wow, that came out 13 years ago. That's yeah. amazing. That's and ridiculous. And it just gets better every year. It becomes even more you know, of a cult classic. Brandon, you say that, but then you look at Jack Black now, and you're like, actually, I could believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has grayed up a bit, which is kind of weird to think about. Like, I mean, yeah, he's in his what, like 40, late 40s, I'm guessing. He's got to be. He's going to be forever the rock <laughs> he's, star. Uh, he's going to be 27 next month. Thanks. Always 27. Yep. Forever 27. <laughs> that magic forever. number. It's just that's a new new mall store, Forever 27, and it has a picture of Nacho <laughs> Libre, you know, smiling, giving the thumbs up. And they just sell a bunch of, like, you know, extra large shirts and uh, <laughs> all kinds of cool, like, uh, you know, memorabilia. You know, so I got some. Hey, take it easy. Hey, take it easy. <laughs> Get that cone out of my face. So, Chris, I got a question for you then. Okay, so go ahead. I was going to say that Natural Libre, I guess this is somewhat a controversial statement because some people right don't up there agree with, with Titanic, us. greatest movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, we say that. Natural Libre is aged like a fine wine. Absolutely. What would you name that wine based off of Natural Libre? Hmm. I would probably name it Nacho! <laughs> <laughs> I know it's obvious. I'm actually going to have to pause and think about that for oh, a Oh, you're actually doing it? Okay, wow. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, while Chris is thinking about that, I'll go ahead and talk about our next holiday here, which happens to be National Lollipop Day. And, uh, lollipop, lollipop, no, lolly, 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 lollipop, copyright. <laughs> <laughs> there was also the what Lil Wayne one. Yeah. Oh, lollipop, lollipop. Okay. No, Careful. No. Yeah, I gotta be. <laughs> we're gonna we're, only... we're gonna strike down and then yeah. we'll never go back up again. Yeah. No. If if we keep singing these copyrighted songs, it it really uh it's gonna it's gonna be hard for us to actually record again. In that case, it really will be a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> been a while. Um. So I didn't know this. I guess now looking at it, it kind of makes sense. But apparently, people in the Midwest are the only people in the United States that call lollipops suckers. So once again, we have another term and phrase that is completely local to the Midwest region. Oh, hey, yeah, Michael, while we're at it, uh, is it soda or is it pop? Soda. Doggone it. Thank you. Thank you. It is soda. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. You hear that? You hear that? You, you Northerners? Pop? pop? Really? Yeah. It's, it, just, it just sounds so awful. That pop. Like, oh. Yeah, I hear with that. Okay, not your last. You I have, a, you have say, a beautiful like, last name. I was about to say, In you are treading on. <laughs> <laughs> really, really hot fire here. In terms of the drink, it is soda. Okay. And, and then you get those people who are like, Coke. well, why can't we compromise and call it soda pop? No. Be quiet. Or you have it those pe- soda. soda. Or you have those people down south that just call it Coke, you know. Okay. Which, which makes sense to at least people in Georgia, but then you have people outside of Georgia in the south call it Coke, and that just is wrong. You see, and that's the thing, uh, Michael, is I remember mostly people – in, in Texas would, would say soda. There was, it was right. very rare. You would meet someone who would call it Coke. And then it's like their, their rationale is what kind of Coke? Oh, Pepsi Coke. Cocaine. <laughs> they're, they're the transplants. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. We keep throwing that word around. It really feels kind of <laughs> hurtful to a certain extent. I do remember being down in Texas and I saw a bumper sticker that said, I wasn't born in Texas, but I got here as soon as I could. <laughs> and it's just, Oh gosh. Oh, come on. We appreciate the effort, but please stop. <laughs> Survey Make this says. have the IQ of a ga- garbage can. 
But hey, you know, Oscar the Grouch, he did all right for himself. He got no, 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 he got not, s- not Oscar the garbage ah, can, just the can, just the, uh, can. Just the can. I was what? about to say Oscar got some prime real estate on Sesame Street. Wait, that's not bad. What about the loafer that lives in his garbage can? That little worm that he has friends with. Like he's doing nothing to support Oscar and his can. So think about that. Mm-hmm, I can't sure. remember his name, but it's uh, it, it's real, folks. Look it up. Uh, but I'm sure Wikipedia has got some for you. <laughs> um. But yeah, not too much about National Lollipop Day. Um, I'm still going to call it Sucker because I grew up with that. And, you know, it kind of sticks just like when you lick a lollipop. So, But what are what your you opinions saying? on the dum-dums? Because I hate dum-dums. Dum-dums? Yeah, What's the little dum-dum? lollipops, like the cheap lollipops you oh, get like a oh, million yeah. for a dollar. You see them oh, you at mean, dentist, pl- well, not dentist, banks more and banks, haircut yeah. salons. Yeah, d- that'd be a bad dentist. That we're like, here, we just <laughs> yeah. cleaned your nasty gums. Here's some dum dums, you, you sucker. So, oh, oh, that was nice. I like that. Um, so, like dum dums. I mean, like I will take one, but like I don't love them. Like it's kind of like an obligation. Like, okay, they're right there. I have to get one. Like, but like, I always you, but, get a specific flavor, you, though. But do you take it and throw it away a couple days later, or do you actually? I chew on it and it's done and it's gone within like a minute. That's true. So, yeah, that's true. You know. yeah, if you keep sucking on it, it's a dum dum till you feel num num. <laughs> and I feel like a dum dum. So true. <laughs> what are those one suckers that like are at banks where they have like the um the stick but it's like curved like it looks like I a have, lasso? Oh, you don't I've never about? seen that. Really? I, I know you what you, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like it was always awkward to eat oh, because never like mind. now I know what you're you because like yep. as soon as like you break it like. The end of the uh, the stick would like stick out, and like the other one's still inside the sucker, and it's always so awkward to like, like yeah. just like maneuver around that. It's always like poking at your mm-hmm. face, basically. Um, right. For some reason, those are only at banks. I never see them anywhere else. Like not even at like retail stores or grocery stores or anything like that. So it's kind of odd. And that's Banker's the thing is warehouse. Yeah, bankers warehouse exactly. <laughs> I mean, science <laughs> already science already figured out they cracked the perfect formula. You just make them in ring form. Ring pops. Ring pops, of course. You just put them on your finger and, you know, you go about your day. And you're like, oh, whoa, I have a sucker still. Huh? I'm just going to kind of Dr. Evil this up to my face <laughs> and you know, suck on this. Okay, okay, and back to work. And then, you know, you realize you're going to the bathroom. And you're like, oh, I had this on while I was using the bathroom. Okay. Well, you know, just put it under the sink for a couple seconds. Should be good to go. But the real question is, how many licks does it take to get in the center of a titty pop? <sighs> or a blow pop if you're one of those guys. So. Blow pops were great. They're way better, in my opinion, because yeah. you have at least something to Tootsie, look forward to. Tootsie Pops weren't as fun. It got too, yeah. I don't know. It's a 70s thing, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. Well, you usually get bored by the time you know you get 2,000 <laughs> yeah. licks in and be like, all right, I'm done with this and throw it away. Yeah. So you it's never actually get to the Tootsie Center. Yeah, exactly. Because like you were like as a kid, you'd say like, you know what? I'm gonna be the one. I'm gonna be the one that figures it out. I'm gonna archive it. I'm gonna get the world record. Blah blah blah. And like yeah, within 20, five weeks later, you just chew. Yeah. I hate this. This is awful. I'm done. Okay, where's the next candy at? (laughs) (laughs) It's another Tootsie Pop. Oh, surprise. (laughs) Try again. Uh, Five five seconds later, it's gone. Gosh, the worst worst gum ever has to be what you get at the center of a blow pop. It's like, oh, wow, this is very sugar. Oh, and it's gone. It tastes like a rubber. There's no flavor I'm chewing rubber. Like the initial like one second that's in your mouth, there might be like a slight bubble gum flavor. But as soon as like your tongue touches it, like it – the flavor immediately dissolves in your taste buds and like mm-hmm. it just disappears and goes away and it sucks. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> um, but like it's, yeah, like 
I guess there was a huge, much bigger um, discussion about lollipops than I thought. Because I thought I'd just be, oh, it's a sucker and lollipop. But like, no, we we gotten deep here, boys. Well, like, we're you know we're a bunch of suckers for good conversation. Yeah, and lollipops, <laughs> and lollipops. <laughs> of I, I couldn't figure out something for lollipops. <laughs> Before we talk about our uh, Mike's main topic here, um, I thought I'd, we'd discuss something really fun here. Um, so we all, we all have like some sort of fear and stuff. However. There's a thing known as irrational fears, stuff that you shouldn't really be afraid of at at the time or currently. And I'm kind of curious to see, you know, what your guys's like irrational fears are if you do have them at all. I know Chris does. Oh, this, is, this seems like a great thing to broadcast to the world. <laughs> yeah, here, here. This is the way you get to these three guys. This is something they're really terrified of. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'll start off. Um, the one that's got me recently, and I, and this actually happened because of an experience. So like, I have a reason to be like irrationally afraid of this. So you know how you're going up an escalator and stuff, and you know I, I mostly take the stairs, just not just because of this, but also just it's for good, health it's reasons. Good for you, yeah. yeah. But like when you're going up an escalator, you really only have and there's two a, less of a chance of getting stared. Yeah. Okay. Irrational fears. <laughs> Stairs. So the only support you have on an escalator is the two rails on the side. Or run one rail if you're unfortunate enough. Sure. Um, but what happens if you lose your balance? What if, like, you know, like, somehow, like, the escalator just stops in mid-motion and you fall backwards? Guess who has that irrational fear? This guy right here. Um, and that actually almost happened to me um, a few months ago. Um, I was at a bookstore in Barnes and Noble and, um, what's a bookstore? Are what you serious? <laughs> what, what's what? <laughs> um, and while I was going up the escalator, like, cause it was a two story building, um, the escalator just all of a sudden stopped and I wasn't holding on to anything. And I had literally like, Oh no, spread, we're trapped. I literally, I like we're stuck. <laughs> I split in my legs sideways and like, I just like grabbed onto the, like the handles and I'm just like, and like there's like people like looking around like oh my gosh that just stopped <laughs> guys i'm stuck on the escalator help get help i'm it's, stuck right in the middle here i'm like uh will just ferrell keep walking i'm like yeah, will ferrell and Elf. Yeah. <laughs> i'm just like standing there just like waiting for it to go again Let, letting <laughs> other people go in front of you yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i i guess that'd be my current one but um yeah it's, it's not really a fear but it's something that it's in the back of my mind that i'm always thinking about anytime I, an escalator does show up and i'm just like that's interesting i'll take the stairs yeah, i think i, I think didn't have that fear until you just mentioned it Jeez. yeah so <laughs> thanks, thanks yeah, for that. seriously i'm going to be using the elevator from now on <laughs> <laughs> oh well there's a whole bunch of stuff that comes with the elevator too i mean let's <laughs> not act let's not, not much better yeah let's, let's not give it too much praise let, here let's let's not act like the elevator isn't also chock full of horrifying uh scenarios that can run <laughs> through your head halfway and, up but not yeah. having the luxury of using it as just stairs afterwards. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> I get to sleep at night now. Thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about what about you, Chris? Like I, I know yours, but I, I don't know if the listeners truly know. So I'm not gonna share. Oh, don't be that, that guy. One. I will. Well, because it is rational. It's totally rational. How is it rational? Because how is it rational? Like they're a bunch of godless killing machines. Of course, it's rational. <laughs> <laughs> they're like nature's amazing. They're like the, like one of the best predators out there. If they could walk on land, which they're working on with Shark Boy, uh, <laughs> they they would take over the world. They would be okay. you know. Then then what about the lakes? 
What about rivers? What about them? They're out there, too. In Lake Michigan, there's a shark. Yeah, you prove me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get back to you on that. That's right. (laughs) Uh, But so I'm going to go with irrational because that's the key word there Uh is irrational. Yeah. And so, and I do have, I do actually have something. And basically, my biggest irrational fear is I get really freaked out by like big houses. Big houses? Really big houses, like mansions or, you know, castles, things like that. Really? Uh, there's just something really creepy to me about being in a giant house and you, you don't even have to, I mean, you know, maybe there's other people there that's not so bad, but if like you're by yourself in a giant mansion, and probably this is partially because I have reoccurring nightmares of being in some castle or mansion and going room to room and never finding an exit. <laughs> It is absolutely terrifying. Does it have anything to do with you uh, watching uh, Eddie Murphy's rendition of uh, The Haunted Mansion? (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking about the international best-selling classic? (laughs) Oh, it ties it all together now. I guess that's what it was. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something really eerie about it. I guess in the dreams, the nightmares I have about it, it's kind of like it feels like I'm being watched too. Is it the same one every time? No, it's it's that's the other thing is it's like a different house every single time. Well, that's good because if it was the same one, yeah, then I'm repetitive and boring. Yeah. Well, not just that, but also it's probably like a premonition, and you know. Yeah, I was gonna say one day he just rolls up to this house and it's that house. <laughs> well, that's see, that's the thing is I I actually do some real estate photography and real estate video, so and we actually like that's the thing is we go to these different houses, so it's almost like oh no, I'm living my fear. <laughs> uh, uh, guys, I can't go in there. We actually did photography uh, and video of a mansion, and I had the like all I could think of. And th- th- this, I think, it also ties into a fear I have of ghosts. And this is the part where half the listeners are laughing and rolling their eyes, like, "Oh gosh, Chris <laughs> settle says, down, guys, he, says down. he believes in ghosts." And I do; they're out there. And for the people who don't believe in ghosts, uh, that's how they get you. So just a heads up. You <laughs> that's get, why that's, you call the mystery gang. Yeah, so. Any guys seen horror movies? It's always the person who's like, "Guys, there's nothing wrong. It's a perfectly safe house. There's nothing strange going on. It's just the wiring." Yeah, first to go every single time. So, oh, I'm uh, sure it was the uh, in ventilation air going on. That's what was causing the blinds okay. to uh, yeah. go back and forth. <laughs> no, just that's uh, that's a, uh, a fifth dimension demonic hand that's uh, brushing across the <laughs> the blinds to uh, scare everybody. Um, either that or it's old man Jenkins. It's one of the two always. <laughs> old man Jenkins and gosh, uh, that guy needs to just get a job. Like he, he, he needs to keep busy other than scaring people. Yeah, like you know, was he? What's got better going on than just scaring off teenagers? You know, like I, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, like I don't know. Anyway, but but basically, that's I think it ties into that. And it's not like I don't imagine it's never Casper the friendly. Ghost. Even if it was Casper, it's still like, what the hell? That's a freaking ghost. <laughs> You're <laughs> not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to exist. Don't <laughs> be in my face. Wait, you weren't on the list. What are you doing here? Yeah, so it's 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 not even like, oh, what if you met a friendly ghost? No, it's still it's a ghost. It's, it's terrifying. Ghost. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, like a subclass demon technically. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're they're have you ever fought a ghost in D&D? They're dangerous. They, it's it's not worth it, man. <sighs> I'll tell you that much. Anyway, so I think that ties into it too. I, we basically I, we went to a, a mansion to do a, f- a photography and a video shoot, and I remember thinking the whole time Gosh, this place is probably haunted. This is probably haunted. 
all mansions they just come it's like the pre-packaged deal is like all right here's your mansion sir and uh yes we are pleased to inform you it is indeed haunted <laughs> um we were sure to um you know really stock full of them you got a bunch of variety there's a bunch of different kinds of ghosts in here it's like hill house so. there's poltergeists there's specters you get some there's, variety. Ghosts. there's a mischievous one you know there's more of a more peeves of a, well yeah peeves yeah. peeves is dangerous man you don't want to mess with peeves yeah man that guy <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, it's basically a combination of the two. Right. Is an irrational fear of ghosts, which a lot of people would say counts as irrational because in a lot of people's opinion, ghosts are not real. Yeah. Uh, especially a Taylor. You know, so another shout out for Taylor here, a previous guest. Yeah, he hey. very much does not believe in ghosts. So, you know. <sighs> <laughs> you know, I just have a nightmare scenario for you, Chris. You okay. go into this that's, mansion. That's great. Please tell me. <laughs> As you if go, I don't have enough to fear in this world already. All right. So just picture this now. It is... A, hey, can you stop honking? Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. There's like this weird old man just like walking like in the road. And I hope he's okay, actually. <laughs> probably I'm got sorry. His car, he probably got his car stolen. Oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> that's probably him. He made it all the way up to Michigan. Oh, poor guy. Um, okay, so just picture this right now. It is 2 a.m. in the middle of the night. It is raining, and you have to find a place of shelter. So you decide to go into this mansion because, you know, there's nowhere else to go. Heck no, I was sticking out in the rain. I watched Survivor. I can do this. <laughs> so while you're going through, you're going through the creaky halls. No, nope, I'd stay in one place. There is a butler saying, we've been expecting you, Mr. Kemperman. Okay, no. <laughs> they lead you into this room. You don't know me. <laughs> And inside, the door is open, creaking wide. And then you see this huge tank pool that's like in the middle of the room. And he says, go ahead and go for a dip. And then there's a bunch of sharks in the water. (laughs) (laughs) And there's no towel, so you can't dry yourself. (laughs) Oh, well, that's the worst part. (laughs) What, am I just going to air dry? (laughs) What kind of animal do you think I am? What about this one, Chris? Um, oh wow you got one too sure yeah, yeah go ahead too. give me a nightmare scenario standing too. outside of a mansion you want me to write all this down should i get a pen and pad while i'm at it <laughs> standing Gosh. outside of a mansion okay and then you mm. realize that you and the mansion are surrounded by ghosts what do you do <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh, Duplessy, are you like you're, it's like you're making your debut as a, a dungeon master in D anD D? That was like a perfect like intro scenario. What do you do? Uh, can you can I get the scenario again, please? I gotta really think about what I'm gonna do. Roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> so you roll up to a mansion about to do a, a, a real what, what, estate shoot. How how do I roll up? Is it a bike? Is it a fruit roll up? Is it a car? It's it's a car. It's a okay, car. What Chris. kind of car? It's a, I don't know, a 65 Impala. I don't know. Is it, is it a Classy. stick shift? <laughs> it is <laughs> It, it is, is a not stick a shift? stick shift. Okay, it is not so a stick shift. You can drive it. Okay, so yeah, I can drive you're it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> but you're out of gas. But I'm out of gas. Okay, what, when was the last time I put gas in the tank? Uh, two weeks ago. You haven't been going to work that much. <laughs> Chris, what I, I don't is know. wrong with you? This is Stop a scenario. Answer the question. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with Chris scenario Chris? Like, what, what's going on with him? <laughs> okay, so so uh, I'm sorry. Your I'm, car I'm, already did all of the stalling for you. Okay. Go. <laughs> that was good. So so I'm in this mansion now, or am I outside the mansion? No, you're outside of the mansion. And then I'm surrounded by ghosts. Yes. Is Michael Jackson there? Is it a thriller shoot? Am I sure it's not he just He was a- there earlier. He is no longer there. 
okay, he's like no longer there, as in he left, or he's like no longer with us, as, as in, in he's, as in he's the ghost. Okay, so he is there. He, yes, Chris, he's there. But we said he wasn't. There. But he is. He there. left early. It just means he isn't there physically, Chris. Like his ethereal. Okay, so metaphysically, is there. he is there with us. Yes. Okay. Um. So in this scenario, um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna get back in the car. I'm gonna look for my sage and cross that I keep under my passenger seat. Ah. Step back out of the car. But will that work though? Throw it at the ghosts, then run like hell. <laughs> All right. Into the woods. Your moves are up. Now it's the ghost time to move. Oh, oh shoot! Oh man, I did not plan my move well at all. Yeah, they got like they got like thirty-five movement. I'm screwed. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? Uh. Did they follow me out into the woods? No, you can't get to the woods because they're surrounding you. Oh, surround? Ooh, yeah. Can you can you use tough. a perception check? Sorry for all our fans that are D and D. We're just gonna keep going with this because this is fun. Okay, so. so I'm surrounded now. Oh, I was always surrounded. Okay, so that's bad on my part. <laughs> <laughs> the ghosts are everywhere. Um, what kind of items do I have on me? You've got some spare change you had from going out to Taco T. T Mobile. T Mobile. T Mobile. Thank you. Did 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 I get the socks? You did get the socks. Okay, Ooh. so I do have the socks. Some some spare change. What are the reactions on the ghosts? Are they do they seem happy to see me, or are they so, mostly? So there's a wide variety. Peeved. You uh you have most of them are angry, uh, okay. and then there's Casper. Wait, wait oh hold God, up. Casper. Hold up, Mike. I got a question. Did okay. Chris do anything to upset the ghosts, or are yes, they just good upset? Well, already? besides rolling up unannounced to their house, nothing else. Other than <laughs> Do they have ring? Like, did they see me rolling up and it's like, oh, okay, well, they have the doorbell ring technology. They, no, they were. Was it like been an Amazon package type thing? They've been waiting for you. <laughs> They've been waiting. They've been waiting, so they knew I was coming. But why are they irritated? <laughs> yes. But why would they be irritated Chris, if they knew I was Chris, coming? Chris, do you wait outside or do you go inside the mansion? That's what I'm trying to ask. <laughs> is, okay, so is, I'm surrounded, but there's like the one spot where there's a break in the circle is the entrance there, there's to the no mansion break. perfectly? There's no break. Oh, no. Oh, well, so I have to, like, get through them somehow. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They are around you and the mansion. Okay. So my only option is go in the mansion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does the mansion have, like, a mouth? You know, like you know, like, like a monster oh. house instance? Or oh, like... no. Uh, no. No, just two creaky doors. Two creaky doors. Yeah, like I the do. double doors. Okay. How, oh, okay. how old is the house? 1850. <laughs> oh, even better. <laughs> 1850. That was really specific. Okay, 1850 yeah, architecture. I can work with that. Um, <laughs> At yeah. least it wasn't like 1849. That would have been really scary for yeah, Chris. Yeah, that would have been bad. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the year makes the big difference. Um, okay, so I go in the mansion. Okay, then what do you do? Do you lock the door behind you? I love this. Well, uh, I mean, does it have a lock? So do 1850s people believe in locks? It, or was it, it kind of like Canada? Lock. It's been broken. It's been broken. By some of the ghosts. Did the ghost break it? <laughs> the ghost did not break it. The caretaker. Okay. You've always been the caretaker. Okay, so um, I guess I, I just do the, the classic, put a just a, a single chair underneath the doorknob. Yeah, that's what but I would have done, too. Can't, can't ghosts go through walls, though? Yeah. Uh, uh, in this yes. scenario, can they go through walls? Yes, and also there are no chairs because ghosts don't sit down. Oh yeah, <laughs> Man, what an idiot! I should have saw that coming. Uh, okay, I don't. So the there's house no is chair. Empty. The house is completely empty. There's no furniture. There's nothing in there. Nothing at all. Nope. Not even rugs or paintings. 
There are some paintings with the little eyes that follow you when yes. you go past. The Scooby-Doo ones. Okay. Yes, the Scooby-Doo ones. So that's weird too. Like soiks. Um, <laughs> so is it? Are these like good paintings, or are these kind of like Picasso? Like the eyes are in different corners, and it's even weirder Ooh. that they're watching you. Yeah, Picasso. Picasso. Okay, my least favorite. Oh, you're painter. screwed, man. Um, you're screwed. I was hoping for some more Salvador Dali or uh, Georgia <laughs> O'Keeffe paintings. Yeah, there you go. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, uh, so actually I changed my mind and opened the door because I realized ghosts can just come through the mansion and it's stupid for me to go out there. You go inside anyway. So I tried to open the door. Does it open? Uh, yeah, it opens. Okay, cool. I was afraid that I was just going to get locked in. <laughs> those scenarios. No, the lock's broken, Chris. All right. I, I try to talk with the ghosts. So they do they, what I, I, I ask them how their evening's been. Roll your no, char- they, charisma they, check. They stare at you and ask for an offering. Oh, oh, oh. Um, uh, so I, 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 I uh, reach into my satchel um, that is totally okay. Lots of guys have satchels. Um, I, I open the satchel Jones have and I, I throw the socks out to the person who looks like they didn't die with socks on. <laughs> <laughs> so Casper. If it's Casper, then it's Casper. Okay. Uh, they don't want that, and they look at the change in your pocket. Oh, I see what this oh. is. It's a shakedown. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yep. Okay. Uh, I say to them, I have a lot of student loan debt. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know where to I go. I think from that's going to work. <laughs> I don't think they know what student loan debt is, Chris. Um, it's 1850 ghosts here. I, I, I look at whoever is probably the angriest looking one and <laughs> offer all the change I have. <laughs> okay. Um, he takes the money. Goes okay. to Impala and drives off. He, got, he got they got gas while I was in there. Well, it's a ghost <laughs> car now, so he doesn't need gas. That's wait, how it works. You just wait. get in like they just get no, into no, a no. car and it becomes a ghost car. <laughs> no, no, they kill the car and then it becomes a ghost <laughs> and then they drive the ghost car. Kill the car. <laughs> get him! Like, oh no no no! <laughs> and they just start no, down no, the car. Wait, you know how they kill the car? They just slash its tires. <laughs> And then a ghost car levitates up out of it like a soul leaving. Oh, that is amazing. It's a freaking ghost car, man. They just slashed it. Ah, so do they all get into the car and like float off or are they? Uh, no, just the one. Just the one. Just wow. Way. Okay. Well, that's a break in the circle. I take that as an opportunity to to run through and then get my <laughs> Nokia phone out and. Uh, Wait, well, you still have that? Well, just in case you're in well, a situation like Chris this. Here. Yeah, from 2002, yeah. Well, right? Yeah, but then when the hole uh, appears in the circle of ghosts, sure. Then a ghost yeah. of your clone takes the spot. <laughs> oh, oh man, I wasn't prepared. I, <laughs> wait, no, wait, wait, no. wait, wait. Hold up. Does this? Chris clone have an eye patch and like a mustache. Why would I have an eye patch? And <laughs> he a does. Is that, is that the rules of clones? Is they have like bad vision and bad facial hair too? <laughs> no, it just makes them unique and makes them. They want to separate them themselves from you. Well, then you, they're not so. really a clone, are they? They're just a funny version of you. And and taking a taking an L by putting a freaking eye. Like, can they see? But they put the eye patch on and just to like look different. Is that they, all this is? They put a tiny little hole in the eye patch it's, so they can see a little bit. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Great. That's it's, <laughs> eye patches are not advantageous at all. Just ask anybody with an eye patch. <laughs> okay. So now I got a clone. Um, I, I ordered an Uber. Is the Uber on the way? Do we know if the Uber's he, coming at all, or is it a lift? 
he, no, he, it's an Uber. He's on the way, but he's okay, far so away. He's probably a, about no, 35 so minutes away. Okay, so it's Oof. not a worst case scenario by getting Lyft. Whoa, okay. whoa, whoa. Lyft helped me out. No. So. <laughs> so so Uber, 35 minutes. That's how That's how much I got? Yeah. Yep, that's okay. all you got. How many stars does the the Uber driver have? He has two and a half. Two and a half? Yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. But, but is, then you check his wait. profile and you realize it's the ghost that he gave the money to. <laughs> and scene. I can't think of a more perfect way to end that. Wow. I'm totally keeping that in there. That was amazing. That was a nice dude. What was that like a 30, a 30 minute diversion from what were we talking about? Suckers? <laughs> Irrational fears. Oh, Irrational, Irrational fears. fears. Yeah. So no, there you go. Yeah. I hate mansions. What's yours to pussy? Thank you for enjoying our impromptu D&D slash choose your own adventure uh, section there. That was amazing. Duplessis, I'm telling you, man, you could be a DM. Easily. That was, that was great. That was really I've good. Played, I've never played D&D. I need to. Well, I'm telling you, man, we'll just we'll just uh, phone a friend and then uh, you know get the get a, get this set up and then we'll have you play uh, with us when yeah. we play on Saturday via Discord. Yeah, I'll just I'll just yeah I'll just send my clone and he'll play for me. <laughs> okay, is will he be the one with the eye patch or are you? We can't <laughs> no eye patch, eye patch on thing. Okay, no eye just patch. The, just weird yeah. facial hair. Just like weird facial chops? hair. Uh, it's it's more of like you guys seen that episode of Family Guy where Stewie clones himself, but he makes him like. Oh gosh, yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. so evil, so yeah. sinister. Yeah, but but yeah. different different outfit. But he's got like right. the yeah yeah the red yeah 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 yeah. That that's how you that's how you know. Visually, well, that's like, actually I I appreciate that one, but that's not the one I was talking about. I was talking about the one where he he creates his clone to like do this stuff for oh, him. Oh and he's oh like, yeah. He's like Southern Hick, you know, like hey yeah. there, hey there, Brian, nice to meet you, you know. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's more of what I was talking about. <laughs> to plus you haven't changed a bit <laughs> <laughs> zing sorry yeah that, that was not nah, that really wasn't nice i apologize i really no 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 it's no. it's true though no i don't need the south to have any kind of bad feelings <laughs> towards me i don't want to burn all the bridges i've got so, so. Uh, so what about you mike what's your irrational fear that you uh, have so i have a lot of them uh, oh my goodness! I'm a little bit of a baby when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh oh. Um, okay, so I'm gonna work I, on some scenarios for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks, Chris. Um, <laughs> so I I hate swimming in water. I can't see the bottom of. So well, that's, like, Ooh, that's that's not irrational. One. That's not irrational. That's, that's it's rational. rational. It's rational. Okay. Yeah. It's rational. Like I I um, would because like we don't know. That's like a mystery. You know. Humans right. are so afraid think, of things they don't know. Well, yeah, it's. Right. I mean, if you, so, the thing is, is if you get low enough, you you get to the bottom and realize it's just a bunch of hands reaching out <laughs> into the abyss. Oh, so you're talking <laughs> about the Inferi and uh, Dumbledore's uh, and Harry when they were in the cave. Yeah, so, it's just yeah, a bunch of scenario. just a bunch of hands <laughs> ah. reaching out of the muck, trying to grab at things that swim by. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I got one. <laughs> Happy summer, everybody, in the Great Lakes State. <laughs> And the ones that surround it, and Canada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's very uh, so fair. That's why it's, that's why it's probably a good idea not to swim with goggles. It's just better not to right. even see it coming. Yeah, Ugh. you know, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Um. So the other one is spiders. Uh, any type of like, I guess. What about Spider Man? Is he okay? Spider Man's okay. Okay. Good. What about Spider-Man Man Spider? Okay. No. <laughs> yeah man nope. spider is a whole nother thing you can just mm-hmm. look that up folks yeah no, hard <laughs> we, won't, on we that. won't get into that uh, but uh yeah i don't like spiders and then okay. the third one i have is uh i have a serious irrational fear of heights oh that's hilarious uh, so yeah i don't it, it's, it's, it's kind of weird so 
so it's like here's so to fill people in on the joke here Duplessy actually flies in the air force um so (laughs) he was up in the sky just the other day um you know, so basically, his arms are tired a lot of the time. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, my it's, it's a t- yeah, that's not <laughs> even a good joke. It's just like it's like a joke from 1850. Yeah, you know, that's just asking for 1849. So we know, we know what we're dealing with here. <laughs> there were, I don't even think there were airplanes in 1850. <laughs> there no, were, there not. wasn't. <laughs> there were not. That oh. was early 20th century, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, we're an so- approximation podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if I'm in an airplane, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, so uh, flying one, uh, or as a passenger either hmm. one either one okay either one okay uh, do you prefer I, one over the other uh i'd rather be in control of my own fate yeah but <laughs> I, like, I, I, I like that too i suppose that was a stupid question yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i i had a hotel room uh in downtown dallas one time and it was on the the like 15th floor uh mm-hmm. and it had a balcony so i was like mm-hmm. oh man this is gonna be awesome walk out onto the balcony one step touch the railing and immediately walk right back inside (laughs) all my all my other friends were like oh man come out here it's great i'm like take one step out and like slowly grab onto the railing but like one foot still inside (laughs) i'm like trying to blend in with everybody i was like yeah this is a lot of fun but inside i'm like i hate this i hate this i hate this so (laughs) i I, I don't know i mean that that's kind of um any type of uh, ropes course obstacle course things like that really See, Do you remember that, Chris? From, I don't. Uh, from I, the little ropes course that they had out in the back, kind of like in the woods, almost. Yeah, our our high school cool. had a ropes course out in the woods behind the school. That's pretty yeah. dope. Yeah. Yeah. See, like that's the opposite with me. Like, I I actually would be uneasy about heights as long as I have support. I'm fine. So, like, if I was like like, like emotional support, like or, like people. well, that helps too. But like if <laughs> if I had if I had some like some grappling rope or something or like if there's something to hold on to, like I can easily go as high as you want me to. But like you know, but if I don't have anything with me or like I'm on very flimsy support, then I'd be like freaking out. But you know, uh, but that's interesting that even with a rope that you would even be like you know irrationally afraid yeah. of it yeah i'm i'm still afraid of it um and it was kind of funny because that was in high school i'm like okay yeah maybe i was just young whatever but then yeah. a couple of years later uh i think maybe like six or seven years later we have to do another one during our, our uh, officer training Ooh, and, yeah and, and this one goes probably 50 60 feet in the air and i was up for it i was ready to go get up the first tier which is probably like 15 20 feet off the ground yeah they had to rescue me with a ladder because I wouldn't Ooh. move. Get yeah. the ladder. Get, get the ladder. The, get the ladder. And I just didn't do it. And that was the end of it. I have a very, very big fear of heights. I don't know why. Hmm. That is that is very interesting. Yeah. Especially just like with the with the, the career pad. It just it's so Yeah. I know everyone's so saying it's that. ironic? It's <laughs> it is. <laughs> Which okay, so here's here's a question for you. Would you oh, ever geez. jump would you ever jump out of a plane? No, I would not. I will never go skydiving, and I'm okay with it. Unless it is broken and I'm going to die if I crash, I will I not see. jump out of an airplane. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I really yeah. want to do that either unless I had something to support with, obviously. So, <laughs> so fl- jumping out of an airplane with nothing much on, you know, that's going to cause some issues there. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't have anything else other than that that I know of until Chris starts just putting random stuff out there or we talk about escalators stopping mid-flight. <laughs> Um, I have one more, but it was when I was a kid and I have the school announcer from my elementary school to blame my brief fear of this as a kid. Oh. 
So I'll give the scenario too. It was, uh, it was, as you say, hilarious now, but not back then. So I was in second grade and I remember, um, I was, my desk was nearby the, um, the window and the sky turned green and dark and you know exactly what that the entails. Wicked Witch of the West was coming. Yep, it, the Wicked Witch of the no, no <laughs> tornado. <laughs> yes, a tornado. And um, so nothing happened yet, but it, the skies was just dark. And I was like, okay, that's a little weird. No problem. It's gonna get back to my you know writing assignment, whatever. And then suddenly, this stupid woman announces. Like she has the PA system on. She's like shots fired, calling her stupid. Oh like no! That. Like the way she handled it, I'm oh, I'm calling her stupid. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, she goes off. She's like, oh god, oh god, it's coming! Everybody, run! Everybody, get <laughs> for shelter! I'm like, what, what the like, heck? I'm like, what's going on? And like the teachers knew exactly what was up, but I didn't. And I'm thinking like, are we gonna die? <laughs> like, and then we had to go in the uh, um the hallway and stuff, and we were there in the position for like 45 minutes. You know, the the tornado shelter. You know, safe with the position. textbooks over your head yep yeah and um i'm just like freaking out and like for the next year to two years i was deathly afraid of tornadoes when i was a kid and like storms and stuff like and i remember there was one time where um my parents were thinking about talking to a psychiatrist about because it was getting to the point where it's becoming irrational and he's like oh don't worry about it like he's gonna like snap out of it like it's very common amongst kids like he'll snap out of it one day and funny enough it did and i've never been really afraid of it since I mean, I could say I'm cautious about like storms and stuff, but like I'm not like outright like panicking and you know and shakes or anything like that. But like, but as a kid though, I have that announcer to thank for uh, basically making me a scaredy cat for the next two years from that. So <laughs> thanks, lady. <laughs> <laughs> was it like did she? Was it just a really brief, quick shout on yes, the thing? Yes, it was very brief and oh, quick. Oh, so it wasn't long winded. No. Well, no, she couldn't stay there forever. There's a tornado coming. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I get it, Chris. I get it. I get it, oh. but I'm not yeah, that went right over my head. I apologize for that one. Long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you were, like, genuinely like, like no, like, there's a tornado no. coming, Chris. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. Gosh, no, you no. idiot, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, um, sorry. Yeah, I, I hear in you know times of emergency, it's best to just scream and shout. Yes, and, uh, obviously, especially to a bunch of elementary school yes. children, very young <laughs> children, and then you're like putting fear into some of them. They're usually, they're usually pretty good at putting things in a proper perspective. Well, of course, yeah, yeah. So that that kind of was uh, bad. But so uh, do you just not like announcements either now? probably yeah that's... I, like so i'm guessing like comic-con san diego would be like a complete like disaster for me because like do they have a lot of announcements they sure do and do they do the pledge of allegiance when they get in there too in the morning that i'm not sure i don't i'm, I'm i can't confirm or deny it it would make sense Is, were you trying to go with a pun there chris no no actually i wasn't i was just you know actually imagining sorry sorry to uh go off topic here hey but uh this guy uh, listens so you guys to the podcast. Any comic cons <laughs> we have actually oh i man. have not and i really want to go you should totally go to one um i would definitely go with a friend that makes it more fun um okay. yeah because there's a lot of lines you're going to be waiting in actually this gives us a good opportunity because we didn't get a chance to talk about our um I know we did a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, but not too much. Um, but I was going to say, um, if you're going to go to a comic con listeners and Mike, um, make sure you have quite a bit of money. 
Oh my god! Because seriously, there's going to be a lot of stuff that you're going to geek out about. You know, you're talking about not just like comic stuff, but you're talking about like movie stuff, television, board game stuff, D and D stuff, memorabilia, memorabilia, food, Wands. and then like you know the celebrities that come in there. Like you're probably going to want to like not just talk to them, which is free. You can talk to them for free, but like you know you might want to like you know get a signature in something. You might want to have right. them do like a little a voiceover intro for a podcast. You know, you, you never know. Uh, <laughs> um, so like in in that case, I would just suggest like you bring, I don't know, you think like what, like 200 minimum, I'm guessing? Oh my, I was thinking like 300, 300, I brought 300 for our trip to Chicago for C2E2, and yeah. that was like, that that would have, I would have blown through that in the first 15 minutes. <laughs> I I was under, I, I like, I didn't use all my budget when I went up there, but I did use a, quite a bit of it, so like, it, the big thing is like, it's going to seem really overwhelming depending on what kind of convention you go to. So I've been to two types. Um, I've been to the one in Grand Rapids and I've been to the one in Chicago. And they're two vastly different experiences. So like the one in Grand Rapids is a lot smaller, but more personal in a sense. So like if you know, if you want to talk to the guests and stuff, you can have like five minute conversations basically. And it's like really cool. Um, and there's like not a lot of people to go through. And I actually prefer the smaller ones in my opinion. But the bigger ones are so much yeah, cooler, Yeah, like in a though. freaking airport hangar or something. It's just, like, but colossal. But there's a lot of people, though. Um, I, I, I told Chris that's when we were there. Like, I wouldn't bring my kid unless he was, like, 13, basically. Not just because of the stuff there, but more or less just dealing with the space and p- amount of people. And I don't it's want them to, to get, get claustrophobic yeah, or anything like that. It's you know? very close. You know, maybe, maybe 13, maybe, like, 10 or something. But, like, it's still, like, it's, like, a lot of people to deal with and stuff. So... Um, I highly suggest it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm sure um, there's a lot of conventions in Texas. I just can't think of anything off the deep top in of my the head. heart of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, but yeah, I highly uh, suggest it, man. It's cool. Yeah, uh, you know, not being too far away from uh, San Diego, I know oh. I might want to try to hit up oh, San Diego Comic Con. That's I know that's going on this thing. week, I think, right now. Mm-hmm. It's going on right now as yeah. we speak. Yeah. Um, and that's I, I actually... I didn't know that until yesterday. San Diego one's actually pretty expensive. That's like the most is expensive it? one. Um, but is I, that the one that have the, has the most like... Oh, I absolutely. Yes, that's where all the, like, the announcements the happen. One. It's like the holy yep. grail of... That's the okay. god tier. Yep. Okay. Um, the There is one in Phoenix, I believe. Yeah, um, I, I didn't know that either until uh, it was happening. I just saw a bunch of people walking around and, you know, anime stuff and... Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "What is That's going on?" The dead did I miss the oh, memo or? <laughs> oh, I thought of another thing. Um, so, if you do go to one, um, especially if it's like out of state, go there more than one day. Um, yeah, that's, that's just a, a pro call. tip from us here, uh, just because you know it's a lot less hectic. You can spend more time looking at stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we were there for like what, like six hours, but still, mm-hmm. like at the convention place Which itself, is, it was actually pretty hard on. Us, I mean, because your feet, you're you're standing most of the time yeah. and walking around. If you have a backpack on, even if you packed light, eventually with that time, it starts to kind of like dig into your shoulders and your shoulders start to hurt. The food is incredibly overpriced. Yes, very um, overpriced. You know, but it, it's still good, but overpriced. <laughs> yeah, what did we pay like twenty bucks for a slice of pizza or something? I mean, <laughs> yeah, something, something like insane. that. Yeah, wow. yeah. But it's um, Chicago though, so you, you know, yeah, it's one of the so biggest cities in the in the country. So. But, you know, the other thing is seating is limited. There were a bunch of people who would just sit on the ground because there was yep. just no nowhere to sit. I mean, even we did is, at one point. Is there a reason to sit? Is there like a something to rest that your goes feet. on? 
Oh, I see. Um, <laughs> it, it depends. Like, if, if people are waiting in line too, like there was the voice actor for Vegeta and Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Oh, they were nice. both there. Yeah. And the lines for them, I mean, re- like they had yeah. to cap it. I mean, that's yeah. how long it was. Well, wow. And basically, you just see people just sitting down because the line was just almost barely moving. Now, I don't know if this applies to all Comic Cons. Um, I know definitely in Chicago it did just because it was bigger and there was more like a tier actors and celebrities there. Um, but some like, I'm not, I'm not saying this is going to be like for the smaller ones, but for the bigger ones, um, I definitely suggest doing the pre-order to go to them because otherwise you cannot go into the line unless you signed up before the event happened. Basically. Oh, wow. Um, I think there's they had Paul Rudd there. Yeah. Paul Rudd was the, AKA a, Ant-Man. the big, the big one that was there. Um, but it's basically like, just kind of be aware of that stuff. Like, you know, some people are like that, but like, if it's like a smaller one, you don't have to worry about that. As long as you get in line, you'll be able to see them at some point, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's strategy involved with that too. Um, if you're only there for one day, you got to kind of really plan which people you really want to see. What's, you know, what stuff you really want to get signed. If you want to get some signed, which voice yeah. recording for a podcast you really want to get. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, what kind of merchandise you're willing to spend money on because, you know, there's tons of, like Brandon was saying, tons of stuff. I and mean, there's a ton. As a D&D fan, there was tons of D&D stuff for like, me. There's lots of custom, like beautiful dice mm-hmm. and all kinds of other really and cool things. The best thing I can, like, suggest to more, like, comic focused people is that don't buy comics out of Comic Con because you can always get them cheaper Way online. Yeah. Um, go for more of the art stuff because people the actual artists come to yeah. these conventions and they sell their one of a kind creative stuff you know you can easily get them online and stuff but you're actually meeting the artist in person and like actually seeing their like the work that they that they've done whether it be models right. or a, a drawing painting you know graphic design stuff like it that stuff is a lot more worth it in my opinion like I got a um at the Grand Rapids one I got a Chrono Trigger um poster that some guy made and like I absolutely love it like I just don't have the space to like you know really put it up anywhere but like it's just so cool though and I wouldn't get that anywhere else besides the convention or maybe that guy's website maybe but like that's it though so if you are if you if you do go expect stuff that you're gonna want to get because there's always something even if you think like nothing is gonna like make me want to buy anything oh no there's always gonna be something that's like gonna be like I want that. <laughs> the other right. thing, the other thing that was interesting about uh, C2E2 was it was in this giant convention center, and they actually had these rooms. They had, or I guess it was one room that was dedicated for people who just wanted silence or just wanted to get away. Oh from yeah, it that all. was awesome. And basically, this room has strict rules where it's like no phones, no talking. Like you're in there, it's quiet. It's just for people who want to get away, who need a couple minutes of nobody around. Well to a certain extent and just not being as loud. And part of it is I think for people who struggle with anxiety or different, uh, you know, just claustrophobic issues and stuff like that, or people who, you know, accidentally run into somebody who's cosplaying as a member of the, the cats uh, movie (laughs) and they just need a moment to defrag that. Um, I would too. It's, (laughs) it's pretty interesting that they, they have these kind of places and obviously they have a bunch of family changing stations and all kinds of, you know, family restrooms. If you're the kind of person that brings, you know, babies to Comic Con, which I don't suggest. That's so tough. Please Navigating that with a stroller. Oh, no way. Oh, no. That is not, not good. (laughs) No. Um, but if, especially if like, you know, 
if it's like a out of state thing, then I suggest getting a hotel. Probably like if the convention actually has a hotel inside it, like I would suggest that. Like that way, you don't have to worry about like you know. Make it easier. Yep, no. exactly. You don't have to travel far to you know get your like merchandise that you got and into your room and stuff. Like it's just a lot easier. Um, but but yeah, like totally go for it, man. Like it's a lot of fun, you know. Like it, yeah, the other layer of all of it is cosplay too. Mm-hmm. Like you know, there was obviously tons of people dressing up as all kinds of different things, and you know that part of it is is fun too because you're meeting all these different people who you know just share yeah. the same same interests, interests and yeah. Uh, There's always that one guy in a Slayer shirt with a backwards hat on, though, that doesn't want, want anything I'm, to do with it. Oh, I'm, how did you know what I was wearing? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we came across that a few times at uh, oh, yeah. C2E2. You're going to have Edgelords, too. Yeah. Um, but basically, I mean, I remember there were so many people dressed up as Spider-Man that all of them got together and they had an Into the Spider-Verse picture. Taken. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That and was like, cool. And like nobody, none of them knew each other either. It was just a bunch of Spider-Men got it's, together and were like, let's let's do a cool picture. It's like that or Deadpool. Those are like the two Gosh, most yeah, popular ones because, because it's a cheap costume to get because it's just a morph suit or, you know, it's has a layered suit to it but it's very basic enough to where like people can make it themselves which is awesome like i would love to have like an awesome spider-man like costume but you know that's i want it to be you know actually well Just built kind of thing go so ahead and spend <laughs> spend 10 grand on a legit yeah, stormtrooper the, costume oh and just seriously. walk around <laughs> yeah oh, that's what i'm thinking too stormtrooper yeah. or boba fett yes. boba fett <laughs> that's, that's the dream or if you want to go a little off the rails jango fett Ooh. Ooh! See there you go. Papa Fett. Papa Fett. Papa Fett. <laughs> <laughs> Fett and Papa Fett. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just um, it's yeah. I wasn't expecting to talk about Comic Con again, <laughs> but yeah. I love I love talking about it though. It's it's just a lot of fun. Um, That's cool. But I'm I'm sure you'll be able to find something here soon. Um, Maybe we'll all go to Comic Con together. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, you know, San Diego 2020, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> not, not not throwing any specifics out there, but <clears throat> well, San Diego 2020. Well, <laughs> we, we are, like, do we want to say, Chris, having our own panel at San Diego Comic-Con 2020, the going off topic panel only premiering the day after the event ends. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we're going to be there with all the popcorn bags on the floor and nobody has sweeped anything up yet. We're just going to take one of the stands that they didn't clean up yet and just put a little going off topic sticker panel on the front and we'll call it good. Yep, that's... uh. That's seal approval right there, folks. Either that or do the Grand Rapids one. We're be working lucky. on merch. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, but why don't we go ahead and get into uh, your topic, Mike, which happens to be sports. Oh, man. That was a nice little sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> I would use the music, but uh, I think ESPN has that copywritten. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't really want to go up against ESPN, <laughs> a.k.a. Disney, yeah. a.k.a. The yeah. Mouse. A.k.a. most of entertainment yeah. consumption. You'll lose. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, does Disney own us too? Like, do we? are we sure we're not owned by Disney? I'll have to background check that. Oh, There's a yeah. possibility. But mm, I mean, yeah. you never know. We should always check our tags. Mm, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've, I think I've mentioned it a couple times on the pod. Uh, back when I was in high school, uh, I was on the swim team, and that's actually where DePlessy and I uh, met was oh, on, really? on the swim team. Yeah, so him and I both swam together um, back in uh, back in high school. Um, it was interesting because I had been doing club for several years, so there was a couple people I knew were on the team mm-hmm. before I got there. I started my sophomore year. 
Uh, my freshman year, I had a interesting <laughs> experimental run in doing wrestling. Yeah. And uh, decided that I couldn't, you know, just couldn't not work with my coach at all. So I uh, went to go swim because uh, I'd been doing that for a long time. Right. And it, it's a fun, kind of an interesting story to plus. I don't, I don't know if you remember this, but I definitely remember it. I remember the first day we were kind of figuring out. It was tryouts, I think, is what it was. Mm, yeah. yeah. And we were doing a 500 swim timed 500 swim and i remember getting up on the block and swimming it and i think you were a couple lanes over from me you and i had not talked at all at this point and (laughs) i remember you saying something to me afterwards after it was all done where it was like you, you you saw me and i was this big guy and you were like I'm going to whoop this guy's ass. Yeah. <laughs> this guy doesn't yeah, have a something chance. Something along those lines. Yeah. I'm just going like, to smoke this guy. What? This guy's trying out for swimming? Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> and granted, I was never a distance swimmer. I was I was no. more of a sprinter and a, and a backstroker. But, um, you know, I did all right. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I remember uh, you <laughs> doing a lot better than I thought you were going to do. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I, I think, I think you even told me that too. And then that was like, that's yeah, when we, I was like, I like this guy. Yeah. This guy's not a complete douche. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was just Dave Chappelle jokes for, from that time onward and all kinds oh, of other man. ridiculous were yeah. awesome that's, high school jokes. That's what I was going to say. A lot of, a lot of my memories from back then aren't swimming related, but more of like what we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, like practice. in between yeah like practice and like when we were going away to swim meets and stuff like that like it was <laughs> it was a <laughs> kind of shenanigans we got into outside of it but yeah so that kind of gets to the heart of the the main topic here for this and it's you know how sports or sports clubs whether you know whether you're competing in sports whether you're watching sports how it affects your life and how it kind of defines the relationships people make Mm -hmm. and i think even the person you become um when you're involved with sports so i guess what what i'd ask you is how how has sports whether from watching or competing um and i know i'm I'm pretty sure you've done more than just swimming too um yeah how has it like impacted you well with with sports in general uh it it puts you around other people and really you get to know because i mean when you're 12 13 14 years old you're still kind of figuring yourself out i guess yep Mm -hmm. and and so when you're around you know all these different people with all these different personalities you really learn who you want to be and who you don't want to be yep and and so you know getting to know all these different people it kind of forms not only you know yourself into an athlete but also you into who you're going to be for the rest of your life when you're you know 35 and you know 20 30 pounds heavier and you know you're yeah so so me 20 minutes from now yeah so me yeah so your your time's running out here buddy Uh, but it, it really does and and that's kind of the biggest thing i've learned over the years well after it's all been done is is you you know, you get to learn who, who you want to be and who you don't want to be. You know, I think you bring up a good point about a lot of people, I think, get introduced to sports when they're younger. Yep. Um, and I think 
people really start getting compet like really competitive when they get to high school. So you know, yeah, about fourteen. What we were talking about. Yeah. Um, and I think it, you're right. It, it it's kind of a good intro into what you can kind of expect with life, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Where you don't get to pick your teammates. You right. join this this team, this club, or whatever, and the people there are the people there, and suddenly they're on your side and you're on their side because you guys are all working together towards a common goal. Yep. And yep. that's in theory to, to win. And hopefully not one of those teams is like, well, we're just going to try our best and have fun. <laughs> Cause that'll <laughs> no. work. No. AKA fifth place. Um, but, <laughs> trophies for everybody. Yay. <laughs> but, but you know, it, it doesn't mean that you get on a team with a bunch of, people you don't know and automatically get along with everybody and automatically right. you're not all going to be the same people right. the one common thing that ties everybody together in a team atmosphere like that is that you guys are there to compete and i think when you have something like that it can really unite people from all across the spectrum of personalities and mm-hmm. oh, yeah. backgrounds and beliefs and yeah uh that's what i think is probably the best thing about sports is it's got it's a big tent mm-hmm there's a, there's right. kind of it, it just takes all kinds and really what it comes down to is how committed you are to helping others succeed and to push yourself and to reach new not to sound like an infomercial here reach new heights uh, and, yeah. and achieve personal goals i'm already afraid already afraid <laughs> <laughs> um I was actually going to say, I think the whole point of like, you know, working with teammates and stuff like that, working towards a common goal, I think that also like helps you out later down the line when you come to like, you know, getting a job and working somewhere. Like you build those like team building skills and like in to some extent leadership skills if you're in that caliber or in that placement. And, you know, sometimes you learn that through the sports you do, you know, and like all sorts of sports like kind of have that structure, you know, that's why like there's like varsity and like JV, like that way, like there's some sort of like, you know, hierarchy, I guess you want to obtain tier system almost. Yeah, exactly. Even cross country had that, like, you know, I I was a track and cross country kid, you know, back then. And I mean, I'm still a runner now, but like, you know, it's a whole different thing, but, um, like even back then I always strive to be, to beat my personal record and achieve that varsity status and not just get it because oh i'm in, i'm a senior in high school like now i get it like you're like no i i want to earn it i want to get it kind of thing you have to be mm-hmm. like a certain time and you know like you want to strive for that and like i feel like now like that same attitude can be added towards you know ambitions you know with your job or like your future jobs or you're like um just any sort of like projects you're working on and stuff so like i feel like it just goes beyond the boundaries of sports like just centralized sports as well you know and at um, the time, you don't realize that you're just oh, of course not. About, you're just yeah, thinking like, about what, but it molds you into thinking in a certain way, uh, mm-hmm. which is useful later on down the road. Exactly. I mean, and the thing is, is with us, swimming is an individual sport, but it's also a team sport at the same time. Oh yeah. I mean, the way it's and, scored is, you know, basically how you do in races. It affects the points you get for your team, and you know, obviously, we have some people will know the relays you know mm-hmm. for different races where you're you're literally working as a team that was my um, favorite oh yeah i <laughs> loved the relays the relays were easily my favorite part of uh uh racing um i had a point and <laughs> i lost my tangent because you were so into it you're just like yeah. you're focusing on it like oh wait that's right i had something going right here but mm-hmm. oh well <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so do you guys still do, um, to an extent, like some sort of like sport activity now, like outside <laughs> of school? Um, I mean, it could also just be exercising and training too. It doesn't have to necessarily be like, oh, I go to a football club or anything like that, you know, like, um, do you guys do something like that at all? That's Does mayonnaise count as exercise? <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris. Come on, man. Mayonnaise is still not exercise. <laughs> um, well, I, so I swam in college and I, towards the end of that was really burnt out. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. really want yep. to do anything after that. Um, just because I, I wanted the experience of just living life, I guess not mm-hmm. not having that hanging over my head every twice a day. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. And I'm honestly I'm still kind of in that mindset where I'm you know it's only been five years, uh, and I'm still kind of not not lazy, but not wanting to spend a lot of my free time working out. I want to do the stuff that I wasn't able to do, right? You know, growing up and and in college and things like that. So yeah. to answer your question, not a whole lot besides what I need to do to maintain my, you know, training standards for the Air right. Force. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Be, you know, the whole fit fight, fit to fight thing. Um, yeah. But fit, uh, step one, fit into the airplane. Yeah. Fit <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I've already failed. No, yeah. <laughs> um, but to, yeah, and to be honest with you, no, not, no, there's not a whole lot that I really do besides running and, you know, push ups, sit ups, things like that. Right. Uh, it's just because I don't have the motivation anymore. It's mm-hmm. it's more of uh, just kind of wanting to to work out just to to let off some steam or you know just because. Um, yeah, sure. Um, it's funny that you say like that whole like you know just you want to get away from it just because of like constant like practices and stuff like that. Because that exactly happened to me, and it's funny how I got back into running because of that. So through middle school and high school, like I said, I was in cross country and like, I would run every single day for practices and like to the point where like, what were you running from? Uh, actually there was a practice training one time. Um, I had a coach that used to be a drill sergeant and he actually did this thing where we, it was called 60 45s. And what he would do is he would have his big Ford F two fifty truck behind us Mm. and he would honk once. (laughs) And that means you ran for 60 seconds and he honked twice. That means you ran for 45 seconds, but he kept on driving towards us. So if you slow down. Oh, so it's like running from the boulder. Mm, so it, but. I was running from something. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought it was maybe escalators or, oh, you know, uh, don't, announcements. Don't, don't, don't do that, please. <laughs> um, but like after high school ended, um, I went to college and I actually stopped running for a while. Like I, I knew I wanted to get back into it, but like, I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to take a break from it. Cause like, you know, like I don't really want to like, cause I have all this, you know, school assignments to worry about and stuff. A lot of my free time is spent up with like work and stuff. Like I just don't have time to do it. And then, um, in 2013, I think. Yeah. 2013. Um, I got pulled over for a speeding ticket and, um, for when you were running, uh, I wish that'd be awesome, <laughs> <laughs> sir. I clocked you running at all uh, eight miles an hour. Uh, what do you think you're doing? This is a residential area. People are trying to walk here. <laughs> so, like, after I got that ticket, um, I had to take a course online to get that off my record, and that was like a five hour to six hour defensive driving. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I need. I that. may or may not have taken that course as well. <laughs> And then, like, I was so physically frustrated by being in that room for one moment. I was like, screw this. Like, I finished the test, and then I went out for, like, a 12-mile run outside. <laughs> like, Jeez. And I came back, and I'm like, 
That felt good. It's like going from zero to a hundred pretty quick, but then again, that's why you were in the class to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> so then like after that, I started like just, you know, running for like, you know, just like training and like, you know, exercising and stuff, you know, just keeping fit and stuff. And then last year I started doing marathon, like half marathons and which will lead into a marathon eventually. And then my life goal is to do the Boston marathon at some point. And, um, like that's like, I, I you would count that as a sport then, you know, the, the whole marathon aspect. Because you're competing against others to, you know, beat them in the race and to eventually get your, even to an extent, beat yourself, like, you know, with your PR time, personal record and stuff. And, you know, I, that's kind of like been my thing lately now has been, um, I haven't really done anything with groups yet. I'm not saying I won't, but just because of my schedule system all over the place, like sometimes it's hard to organize that kind of stuff. So for the moment, you know. That, that's what it's like but i totally understand that cool down moment after like the intense training and practices like that was so real for me <laughs> when you finally finish a sport you know you have that void in your life that yeah. you, you need yep. to fill somehow and you know i've seen it go donuts. both ways donuts typically donuts yeah Don- well yeah that uh, donuts are good <laughs> i've seen it go where you know people really go downhill from that point yep. you know they're yep. a star Sorry. athlete and then just they don't know what to do and get into all kinds of you know trouble and that's yep. so, that so, do well yeah so I, I was talking about you chris yeah 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 i figured that was me <laughs> what? The, the picture you were painting i could definitely figure, figure that so, figure that one out pretty quick so chris <laughs> is that void going off topic then and that's all the time we have uh, <laughs> we want to thank michael for <laughs> but no no you're you're absolutely right i think there's uh there's also a somewhat of a fine line um where people can actually tie so much of their identity and persona into the sport they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, once it's gone, whether they, you know, have to stop or, you know, choose to stop. Or they um, just only watch sports from that time instead of participating yeah. in it as well. Yeah. Those are usually I mean, the uh, Monday morning quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wait, the what? Armchair quarterbacks. Oh, Armchair yeah. quarterbacks, Monday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like the day after, right? Yeah, the day after, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The unless it's Monday night football. Oh, then it's Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> and then, unless it's a Tuesday night game, then uh, it would be Wednesday. Uh, then, then what about the Thursday? Well, night then football. if it's a Wednesday night game, so Thursday. Oh, but then there's Thursday night football. But then what about the Friday. holiday ones? Like you know, when on Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, when the Lions play football. Like okay, what, what but you, the Lions don't play; they just show up. Look, I'm going to be <laughs> adamant and still stick by them because that's what my family's look. I, I like the Lions too, but you know, <laughs> I, I mean, it's we we know the joke at this point. You Speaking know? of jokes in football, have you guys seen that video of the guy that uh, it was a couple of years ago, and he he uh, plays dead uh, as soon as the play starts. <laughs> Okay. No, I don't I think I've ever seen this. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, they like, it's a college game, I think, and uh, as, he's a wide receiver. And as soon as the ball is is uh, in motion, he just like snaps to like you know a pencil shape where his legs are together, his arms are together. He puts his hands over his heart and just collapses backwards. Oh, oh, oh wow! Jeez. And and everyone like the guy that was guarding him was you know kind of caught off guard at first, but then everyone just rushes. <laughs> The guy with the ball and he's like there's no point to it the guy gets destroyed like it was it was really funny oh wow yeah that's that's um, insane <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of sad not anyway. as is that as sad as the lions never getting the uh the, the winnings they deserve no it's not quite that sad 
Yeah, I mean, we're not going to get a lot of sympathy from DePlessis. He's a Giants fan, so. Oh, you know, I see what we're dealing with he, here. Yeah. He can't relate to the losing thing. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, just speaking of sports teams, actually. Um, so, for people who don't know, um, I mean, like, I, I get into sports sometimes, but it's not, like, you know, like, a major thing in my life. But, you know, I do, whenever, like, I watch, like, college football and stuff and everything, like, I tend to, you know, have favorites. And when I was growing up, I was a state fan because all my family was a, was all state fans. And uh, my cousin—that's Michigan State for. Uh, I was going to say I'm a junior. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Michigan State. Sorry, I, I have to our, think. Tex- our Texas listeners, or or listeners in in, in uh, other countries, that, or yeah, know, exactly. So yeah, Michigan State. Um, and because my cousin, um, little shout out to Trey because I know he listens to this. Um, he actually pitched for state for their uh, baseball team and stuff. So like a lot of like oh, you nice. know, family support was around state. And then I'm like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll be a state fan, you know, just because. And then, uh, then suddenly, I think last year you, Chris, converted me to become a Michigan fan. Actually, to join the the light side of the force, <laughs> U of M, go blue. And um, it, it's just funny because like I never would have thought like I would have been a Michigan fan. And I don't know, just because like it just seemed more right interesting. <laughs> like something it, it's not like it's state I, you know, I hate to say it, like you know it's very predictable I guess what happens with that <laughs> and like I want something more interesting going on when I watch football or basketball or anything like that you're gonna fit in just fine with fellow Wolverines <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know it's just fine because like even like as a kid like you know I would switch legions I guess you can say except for Lions I've always been like a Lions fan ever since but um, like I used to be not now ever, but like I used to be a Patriots fan way back in the day, <laughs> and that, that changed real quick. Oh man, even oh that's even saying that made me feel dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what about you guys though? Since you um, do you have any ties still to Texas uh, teams at all still, or are you kind of like uh, yeah. yeah, I I uh, I still root for the University of Texas. Uh, UT hook them horns. I, I just grew up uh, watching them. It kind of got me yep. interested in football. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. Living in Austin, you know. You mean you're cheering for a team even though you didn't go to their college? Oh my gosh! How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? But I mean, you know, it kind of switches back and forth. I mean, not saying that I'm, you know, a Fairweather fan or anything like that, but right, right. Um, you know, I, you just kind of pick a few teams, and whichever one's doing the best, you kind of root for them. But I mean, yeah, I'd say that's pretty much the main one. I mean, I went to a D2 college, so it's not obviously as big as uh, as it is in Division One sports. Right, right. Actually. Speaking of Michigan State, uh, there's that hat, Chris, that you got uh, for me back in, Wait, in, in high school. Yeah, he went up and visited, I think, Michigan State as a, as a recruiting visit. Uh, and yeah. he, uh, he came back with a hat. He's like, here you go, man. This is a hat I got for you, and it's a, it's a Michigan State hat. I still have that damn hat. Oh my oh, gosh, man. that's funny. It's sitting in my closet. I haven't yeah. worn it since high school, but it's still oh, there, and I want you to know okay. it's still there. You should see what he's wearing right now, though. Yeah, I'm wearing a Michigan switched. cap as we're talking right now. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you've switched allegiances, I think, like five times since you I, gave me that. I, 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 I did, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, that kind of leads me to my next little story here, which is kind of funny because, uh, yeah, I grew up a Michigan fan. Both my mom and my dad went to U of M. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, um, my dad did his undergrad at, at Michigan State. Um, so basically, for a while, uh, anytime Michigan or Michigan State played, no matter who won, he would just be like, "Oh, look, my team won." <laughs> because, you know, he, he went to both. Yeah. No, it um, wouldn't be like that. It would be more of a, "Look, my team won." 
Look, my team won. <laughs> uh, but we have been much more over the past couple years a solid go blue, maize and blue family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up with that, kind of similar to what you were saying with UT. I grew up just, you know, every fall we'd have Michigan games on. And in right. the 90s, that was the time to really be enjoying Michigan football yeah. because that's when things were yeah. not awful. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the Rich Rod years happened and then Brady Hoke years happened. And now we're in, yeah. Now we're in the Harbaugh era, and you know we're doing all right, but we're not. We'll we'll see. The expectations were a little too high, I think. Um, But anyway, this this season's gonna be it, though. This (laughs) is the one. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) This time, guys, Michigan's back. Said every Lions fan ever. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's becoming a thing. Yeah, most Michigan people say now. But basically, (laughs) um, when I was in Texas, I was a Wolverine for pretty much. Up until my junior year of uh, high school, uh, when I started seriously considering swimming for Michigan State, Ooh. and so uh, going back, my yeah, mind. leaving Texas and going to Michigan to go swim at Michigan State, and so I, you know, was getting involved with all that. Once it didn't work out, where it was I wasn't going to swim for Michigan State, uh, I was basically like. There's a little, you know, a little saltiness associated with that so too. The so saltiness you're like, is still. Oh, well, I'm just going back to U of M then. <laughs> so what you're what you're telling us right now is that the reason, the main reason why you're still a Michigan fan is because you're still jaded about State not getting it, well, you to be on a swim team. Well, that's the thing is, is if I did end up swimming for Michigan State, it's entirely likely that I would have been a hardcore Michigan State fan. It's very, very likely because if you're it's, swimming for the the doggone university and you go there yeah. for uh, you're assuming four years, go Big Blue. <laughs> that's Kentucky. <laughs> well, I mean, like that's kind of like with my cousin going to state for pitching baseball. Like you know, like obviously the whole mm-hmm. family is gonna be a state fan because of him. Yeah, more, mostly you know, there's pretty much like if one person goes there, pretty much the whole family is gonna be rooting for them, kind of thing. Yeah, you're right. And so the funny part is, is Deplassi will attest to this. When I was in Texas, I absolutely hated the Texas Longhorns. I wow, that did not like me. them one bit. Just because they were popular? Uh, well, yeah. That was, yes, like that's the, the, exactly why. It was during the <laughs> Mac Brown years with Vince Young and, and uh, Colt McCoy. And so this was when Texas was just, just curb-stomping teams. And I remember when Michigan went up against Texas in the 2005 Rose Bowl, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they beat us yep. by one doggone point <laughs> in the last freaking second. And I was just devastated because I, I, well, it taught me a valuable life lesson because this was in my eighth grade year leading up to this game. (laughs) I talked so much smack. (laughs) I was going up and down the rows and talking to anybody who'd listen about how Michigan was going to get these fools. Yeah. And 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 then we, no, I want to hear it from Chris's mouth. How did it work? Chris? (laughs) It did not work for me at all and <laughs> taught lost. me a valuable lesson to never talk smack before the results are out. <laughs> um, so basically, I remember just like that was the only game I think I've ever actually like cried over the loss. I was <laughs> like, this sucks. I talk, I, <laughs> I dug my grave deep. It's <laughs> oh, more of dreading now, going to school the next day. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to go back to school. I honestly was like, nope, I'm not doing this. I am not going back to school. And I, I went back to school, and <laughs> I remember people were looking for me. Like, that's how bad it was. That's how, like, oof, awful I oof. was with this whole process. And I completely deserved it because I talked way too much smack. And I think part of it was I was just kind of trying, in my own mind, to meet 
the level of smack talk I thought Texas Longhorn fans had. Yeah. And then, you know, as you get older, you get perspective. You're like, well, yeah, it's like it was like the dominant school in that state for how many years? Of course, people are going to like that team. And, and so, yeah, yeah, I was basically just being an edgy teenager. <laughs> and uh, so I didn't like Texas. I hated Texas while I was there. But it's really funny because now that I'm in Michigan and I don't watch Texas commercials anymore, I guess, uh, and I don't hear a lot less Texas yeehaw. radio a lot. <laughs> well, you know, it depends on where you're at, I guess. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, Texas Longhorns are one of my favorite teams. I actually cheer for Texas all the time now. That's crazy. And I love to watch their games. I used to love watching them in the hopes that they would lose, kind of like watching Ohio State. That's like you just hate watch them essentially. Yeah. But yeah, Ohio State. I'm. I'm I I don't really apologize to our listeners here. Ohio State can just go away. Just, <laughs> I'll say that right now. I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll say all hate mail goes towards me. I'm ready. Get, give it to me. I, I don't care that my name's been mentioned. Just give it all to me. Um, and so. Over this, the past couple of years, I think it was after Mac Brown left that I, I, I guess I warmed up to Texas a little more. Maybe it was I just didn't really care for Mac Brown, but I, I, but that's the thing is now that he's a commentator, I like Mac Brown. So it's weird. It's just weird. Yeah. This is the well, this um, is the weird time. I think it was just because he beat he beat Michigan, and I just didn't forget yeah. that. Well, um, I think you start to feel bad for a team after they have what ten losing seasons in a row. Yeah, that's okay. Easy. This yeah. is exactly. Yeah. It was one time was okay. Second one was comical. I feel bad for you now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's part of it is because I think at this point, as a Michigan fan who went through the Rich Rod and Hoke era, uh, I think we just really I sympathize with Texas now because it's it's kind of a very similar thing has happened to them, where they went from being this perennial power and national championship team to suddenly losing to Kansas. And, yeah, and, that's yeah. that's whole like 20, no ballpark. Twenty three games you, losing streaks. At snap, least, snap, yeah, at least you didn't lose to Appalachian State. We still that's have true. that. <laughs> Although, I never am going to forget that game. Uh, no, nobody's going to forget <laughs> it, and especially our rivals never let us forget it. They think they're nope. so clever and so hilarious. <laughs> oh, what Appalachian State? Okay, yeah, you can get some new material, guys. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I've, I actually was reading that people in Appalachian State. Like that that area. I'm I'm sorry. I don't actually know what the the town is of where nobody the does. They is. don't even know where the college. is. <laughs> you just walk and you're in some you're in you know some mountains and it's like hey welcome to Appalachian State. Anyway, I was reading that apparently Michigan fans are so welcome there. Like they really? love having Michigan fans there because they made them essentially yeah. <laughs> and made like, them well known. They have the poster clippings of the game, the score everywhere in all the bars and stuff. And it was, it's still to this day, like a big deal to them. It was, it put them on the map and, and rightfully so beyond that, they're a damn good team. Like they, yeah. people, they don't talk about that enough. They, they win a lot. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. I think, I thought they got moved up even, you know, Michigan is so charitable, you know, just yeah. trying to help bring different <laughs> teams. <laughs> See, I like rooting for the underdog. That's what so. it was. It wasn't that uh, they underestimated and underprepared and got way too cocky against Appalachian State. They just wanted to help the little guy. That's yeah, what it was. That's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not us being cocky and lazy. <clears throat> you never really realize it until you move somewhere else. But like in Texas, I remember um, a lot of like, especially football, you know, football's everything in Texas. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. a lot of the, the football players that I knew growing up in college and high, or not, well, college too, but uh, in high school, uh, you know, they had everything spoon fed to them and they That's had everything mm-hmm. given to them. And so whenever they graduate, they don't know what to do because not everything is given to them anymore. 
and they actually have to work for it. Not not necessarily uh, physical. You know, they they know how to work physically to to you know be a, a good athlete. There's one more thing I wanted to talk about when we got to sports here. I, I think it's something a little fun that we can talk about. Um, what would you guys say is not really a sport? I mean, it's oh. it's really debated amongst some people, and especially the Olympic Committee people have yeah. been involved with. But I want to know what your guys' thoughts are. Like, no, no matter what anyone says, this is not a sport. I'm sorry. I, I see. Having. So what's what people call a sport, but you don't think it's a sport? Right. Okay. This this won't be controversial at all. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what are you thinking, Duplessy? Uh, pass. You go first. Uh, oh. Ah, being safe. Gotcha. Okay. So just get the heat on me right away. I mean, I can take the heat first if you want me to. Um, That's true. You ask the question. You go first. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it goes. Someone asks a question question and then they answer their own question. (laughs) (laughs) See, Walter Cronkite strategy right there. There you go. Um, I'd say this. Um, As much as I do love the exposure it's getting and I love how there is a audience for it, I don't consider esports to be an actual sport. What? No. I'm sorry. That is. Wait, what was it? Esports, like, like competitive video games and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like esports for me, like it's like I like I said, I'm glad it exists. Like I watch esports like on Twitch and stuff. Like I watched um, even when it was popular back then, like the Dota 2 like international that happened like every July. And, like it was really cool to watch that stuff, and I, I like how it is coming to like you know more streaming services like even to a point where like espn's doing it you know like that's cool but i still don't really consider it to be a sport i feel like there has to be some sort of like physical endurance exertion, exertion well activity. the button pressing well then your fingers get tired <laughs> but like i'm not discrediting um esports at all like it is a very challenging thing but it's challenging in its own right not like necessarily in a sports sport kind of challenging yeah. You know, if we were on well, Family Feud right now, I would turn to you and say, good answer, good answer, good answer. <laughs> Although I guess they say that for when there's not good answers either. So, But that, but I actually do agree with you. I think well, that that's but, a good call. But at that point, okay, so you say button button pushing, not a sport. And I understand that. Where <laughs> yeah. do you draw the line? That's a good, you know, yeah, I mean, a good question. Because yeah. golf is just swinging a golf club. Okay, That's true. So would that be a sport? Technically. I'd say it's a sport. Well, the, it depends on if they're using a golf cart or not, or if they do walk you, to the you, next hole. True. Well, do you have to, do you have to go outside for it to be a sport? Well, not necessarily. No, you outside, don't have to go inside because like, there's basketball, which true. mostly is inside. I mean, there's like also I said, there's some outside basketball. matches, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's NBA outside street. matches and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Volume two, baby. Uh, um, what about putt putt? My my. I think that's more of a putt-putt? recreation. That's though. a recreation. Like Are you, some people would say that that's that's golf. Okay, that ha- what, okay then. Like with golf, for instance, like there's a a wide range of like area to cover, and you have to go to certain points to get a score to come up with like that. I don't know how to explain, it, but like I feel like golf would be more of a sport than putt putt would be. Putt putt, it's yeah. just let's just have fun. Let's go through that giant ape head and just shoot our golf ball right through their mouth and get it, it takes whole a lot one. of skill to get there well it's a lot of skill indeed but i'm just saying you know i feel like that's more just a recreational activity rather than a sport okay then, and then let me ask this then would sport only be for competitiveness or is there just for fun because uh, like you know some people play basketball well not okay that's a bad example um, like some well, people play golf by themselves for instance you know that would really, be a recreational like, part of the sport Okay. Uh, so there's competitive sport. and there's recreational. 
Right. Kind of like there could be a competitive putt putt and there could be a recreational putt putt. So would competitive putt putt be a sport? I, I would guess it so, could yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would consider it to be a sport. Um, but most people don't aren't so competitive. It just it. has to be competitive for it. Big because then, then we get into what about competitive chess players? Okay. We're in the looking glass here, people. <laughs> <laughs> like I would not consider that a sport. I consider um, that a, a hobby. Oh, a, oh, a, oh, Chris, a, 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 uh, a activity with style. <laughs> I, like um, I, I don't consider it to be a sport, but I do see the competitiveness. But like, I don't know how to categorize so do we, that. Though. Do we need a new category? Is that really what the problem is? Is we need to come up with a new way of I think categorizing so, sports and would not you, sports? Would you put esports in the same category as chess? Then I would actually. I think it's the board game. Uh, yeah kind of thing compared to like they, a virtual game yeah sort of. and it's a strategy um yeah I, I would definitely put esports right there with chess so like in that in that in that instance then would D count as a sport uh, <laughs> no. god <laughs> no definitely okay not. then i would say that's uh, more entertainment that's true um then what would you call this new category then like if it's not a sport but it's not just recreation either like would it be how about know. almost sports? Almost sports. <laughs> sports point five. It's half a sport. <laughs> the activity is there, but not the competitiveness. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I guess I was just thinking about that recently here. I'm thinking well, like, hmm. and and how about this one though? This one's been coming up. Uh, I don't know if you guys have really followed it much. I've been kind of looking into it, but uh, drone racing. Drone oh, wow. racing? Yeah. Yeah. The drone racing is a thing now. Yeah. They have like so- they'll they'll uh, close down like uh, like NFL stadiums. And things mm-hmm. like that, and you race. They set up a course, and you have to race yep. through the. Really. And it's uh yeah, and they'll put on. I think either they have a screen in front of them or a head like a virtual reality headset, and uh, so they can see the camera on the drone, so that they can fly it through all the the hoops and, and mm-hmm. through the yeah. you know everything like that. Is that yeah, a the, sport? Yeah, the plusy. I actually got drone certified, so I saw that um, when I was picking out drones. Uh, for my own personal use, uh, that they actually have drones that are built for cinematography, like, you know, right. photographs, video type stuff. And then they have actual specific drones that are built just for racing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're right. It has moved into this whole new thing. And that actually kind of reminds me, uh, my answer was going to be NASCAR. I don't think it's a sport. I don't think it's a sport either. Um, but I think racing should be its own category. It's not a sport. Yeah, it's like, racing. So, like, look at and that's where runners. we could put drones. Is racing? It's racing. Would you consider marathon runners in that aspect then? No, I would. I would call it more of a sport because you're competing. You're racing yeah. with one another to that. When you point. don't have a machine involved with it. Okay, so it's like pure human endurance. Yeah, then, it is. You are exertion. the machine. Okay. Sorry, Terminator. You can't race. <laughs> this is bullcrap. <laughs> <laughs> um this feels like discrimination so then because like there is some sort of like tension and stress when it comes to like nascar racing and stuff but i still don't consider that a sport either but i don't know if i've really ever heard anybody consider that a sport though that's the thing oh no it's 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 a pretty big debate of whether nascar uh or any kind of like racing like that is a sport Hmm. even motocross things like that the thing with motocross is the tricks and stuff that takes more of an athletic thing and skateboarding like, too. I mean, the, so skateboarding, I would consider a sport. 
uh, because, well, damn. <laughs> See, it's hard. <laughs> now, you now don't know where to draw it, the line at. Yeah, now I'm thinking it's like there's – okay, if, if it's something that requires you to practice um, moving your body in a certain way um, – and there takes a certain skill associated like because i'm thinking of like the tricks they do in skateboarding like oh, yeah. flips and heel flips grabs. and all kinds of grabs and stuff and the mctwist if you're tony hawk on yeah. the half pipe um <laughs> you you can't you can't be out of shape while you do that no and be elite i guess is what i'm saying uh, maybe even phrasing it that well, way well i mean good. yeah because if you think about putting your your body in motion to make it you know, go, move in a certain way. Chess players, mm-hmm. they've got to, you know, take the chess piece and move it to the, I mean, <laughs> where do you draw the line? I mean, technically they're doing that. Yeah. There's strategy involved, you know. There's, there, yeah. But he's, he's talking about how it's the physical motion. <laughs> oh my of God. The physical motion of moving the chess piece. I mean, uh, the okay, physical how, motion how, of moving <laughs> the steering wheel. Okay. Pushing new, the gas pedal. Okay, fine. New rule. Here's the, here's the line. If you get your heart rate up, <laughs> but what if you get excited? Yeah, no. Oh, heart rate monitors on chess players now. Guys, he's above eighty. He's above eighty. Oh my gosh, he's above eighty. <laughs> <laughs> Someone doesn't feel good about that move they just made. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, wow. We, then I feel like we didn't solve anything. So, <laughs> would this be then okay then? So there obviously has to be some sort of like consensus made, and a lot of people consider it to be the Olympic Committee when it comes oh, to that. Yeah, and yeah, they're great at making decisions. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying, like, you know, now we have an organization that has somewhat of a, I guess you could say, a say in what's sports and what's not sports and stuff. And you guys know recently that the skateboarding category has been added to the next Summer Olympics. Which I am okay with. I am very okay with that. I think too. Yeah, I think it's a good move. Yeah, I think that's awesome. But then like you have sports like um, in the Winter Olympics where it's the the rifle one where you ski and stuff. Oh, the biathlon? Yeah. Like I would – I don't know. Like that's – That's absolutely a sport. No, it is a sport. I'm just saying like you know, it's the more uncommon ones are becoming more mainstream now because of the exposure the Olympics have and such. Mm -hmm. So whenever like sports that aren't as well known get into that limelight, it becomes a sport. Would you agree with that or no? Because Mm. there might be some instances where in the future – NASCAR is incredibly popular, but it's still – Well, it's not an Olympic sport. (laughs) True. Um, That would be weird to have like Jeff Gordon be like a – five-time gold medal champion <laughs> for the U.S. Yeah. Um, but well, what about, like, archery? That's interesting. That is interesting. Because it is an Olympic sport. It is yeah. an Olympic sport, and but I don't... Yeah. There's physical motion you have to make, and you're competing against somebody else to get a to better score. score. Yeah. Right. But then this is where NASCAR, pro NASCAR sport people would argue... That you're controlling the car, you are. Con- but you're not the you car. Are, it's yeah, like, you're not. But with the same with the bow, you're not the bow. Right. You're using a tool um, to propel skillfully. The yeah. And you are using a car skillfully. You are making judgments on when to turn, how fast to turn. So it's it's. Uh- well, I mean, what about basketball then? You're just taking an object and putting it <laughs> yeah, in a hoop you're not the, the same ball, way right? as your – yeah, you're not the ball. Like, but your heart rate is up. <laughs> <laughs> it's above 80. It's above 80. <laughs> they meet the threshold. Uh, you know, 
I feel like this could go on forever and ever, and I, I just don't really see an end to like. There's a reason there's no concrete answer. Because there's always going to be someone saying, well, what about this? What about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, like, I, I feel I opened a Pandora's box when I, when I introduced this topic here. I, I <laughs> but, knew you did. But I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to specifically talk about the esports one in general, though, because that's becoming a more, you know, popular you know, idea of floating around that's becoming more of a sport and stuff. But I, I just mainly wanted to know from you guys that perspective, but obviously the box was open way too wide and <laughs> chaos just happened. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think that's all the time we have right now. I started collecting over two hours right here, but um, woo, I, woo. two baby, but that's the average. So that's what we have normally, but average. <laughs> um, I want to thank you again, Michael, uh, for uh, joining us here today. Um, did you want to have any plugins at all for uh, all our listeners uh, out here? So I don't have any personal plugins. Uh, the only thing I could think of is if you're thinking about joining the United States Air Force, go ahead and visit uh, USAF.gov or visit your local recruiter. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. Thanks again so much, uh, Michael, for coming on. And, yeah, uh, thanks first, for uh, you know, our, our, ta- our first, uh, our first out of state. Oh wait, no, no, we had, no, we had out of state. I, I always, I'm sorry, Mike. I always, he was, I was thinking I was a pioneer. The Mike from Florida. <laughs> the Mike from Florida, Mike Moretti. And we'll have future <laughs> guests that are from out of state, including a few from California, too. So that, that'll that happen eventually. That's but true. But our first First Texas. Texan, yes. Hey. Who, who came to us, who was talking to us from Arizona. But, yes. you know, multi- <laughs> Did we kill two birds with one stone, like the Texan? But is it, are we going to have to have one where it's like, it's a Texan in Texas? Uh, in I'll do it yeah. again when I'm in Texas. How about that? That's fine. That I would be okay but, with that. By but, the way, okay. Chris, it, this has been known. Mike did a yeehaw. I did a yeehaw earlier. I think you yeah, still have to do yeehaw. To do one. But there has to be one. It's a three-part thing. You can't just... The triumvirate. Triumvirate! <laughs> That's an inside joke. Yeah, it's <laughs> that, a very inside joke. Way over my head. Oh, that was a high school thing. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I could... It's been so long. I've, I, I don't know put, if I remember how. Just, <laughs> just put all your heart into it, man. All my heart. He doesn't have one of those. Oh, oh. he definitely listens to the pod. <laughs> you don't have to do it. We just wanted to, you know. No, I, I wanted. I, I want to do it. It's time. Do, do it's it. been. It's been. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> hey, yeah! Ah, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> well, well, once again, everybody, thank you again for joining us in this episode. Of Going off topic, and have a wonderful day. See you later, skater. Ooh. Actually, that's not very text. I need to do something. Y'all take care now. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for checking us out in this episode of Going Off Topic. We're available on other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And while you're on there, go ahead and give us that little five-star rating review because the more ratings and reviews we have, the more listeners we get, and we get more exposed. And any support helps us out a lot. And I promise it's not just a huge ego boost, even though it is sometimes. Go ahead and check us out on our social as well, which is facebook.com slash goingofftopic. From there, you can receive the latest notifications about updates, news, and episode uploads of Going Off Topic. But once again, Chris and I want to thank you for joining us in this episode, and we hope to see you in the next. Oh, sorry. I know I'm hitting everything here with your laptop. Come on, man. (laughs) I'm trusting you here with my technology, and you're just, like, throwing around everywhere. Crash. Yep, that was the laptop. Oh, look, it's still good. You just got to brush it off off the...
Missing Keys here a little bit. Yes. That sounds like a great band name, The Missing Keys. Although I guess Well, there's the Black Keys and well, there's the, yeah, there's the, the uh, Black Keys. Missing yeah. Missing Keys probably makes you think that it's it's going to be they're going to miss a couple notes too. Yeah. It's not something I guess that it's something you go to as like a like a joke. So, like Pyramid Scheme kind of like band you're saying? Yeah, or? a band that gets there and they just <laughs> they're it's open mic and then they're just kind of it's like experimental music where there's someone just hitting a cowbell and then one person hitting a maraca <laughs> or hitting the maracas and then one person on the tambourine and then there's a person in the center that just holds up the, the mic and goes, Usually ends with them getting booed off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Not if it's what these people paid to see. That's if true. they're like, we came expecting something weird and we are well, we are here for it. Well, then now you're talking about like an art exhibit, basically. So Oh, seriously. Anything can be art. Taylor, yeah. a previous guest we had on the show, actually was telling me a story about a guy who, uh, uh, I guess, uh, went to the bathroom and put it in a can and basically submitted that to art. And that was a, like a, like an art museum. And essentially it was this roaring success of, uh, I guess I, I, I can't even, I can't even remember what it was, what I, the art was called, but it was some play on the crap. words of, uh, yeah, crap. <laughs> 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 and people are just looking at this like, oh my gosh. This speaks to me. This is amazing. This art. is this, this is man, our society. This, this is such a critique on our society. <laughs> I don't know why this person is French in this case. I don't even know if that was, you know, the case. But hey, we're trying to be funny. <sighs> trying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 